Cowboys in the 6A playoffs, and a win tonight is another step towards that vision. Welcome in, everybody. I'm Chris Durr, and you're listening to Fort Payne Wildcat Football on WZOB 100.9 FM and 12.50 AM. We're also live streaming on FPTV. However you're with us, we are glad you're here, and I'm joined tonight by my co-host, Brian Northcutt. Brian, welcome in. Good to be here, Chris. Enjoy the trip over. Beautiful fall weather. Lovely evening tonight for football, and excited to see Fort Payne have the opportunity to go ahead and close out the second seed in Region 8 uh, for this year. And, and, and then the most important thing that, that comes from, it comes from that, is hosting a first-round playoff game. So really excited. You know, there's lots of opportunities, lots of scenarios that we talked about with Coach Elmore earlier this week that Fort Payne could still lose this game technically and probably be the 2C, but you don't want to take any chances on that. So go ahead and get the win, build on the momentum you've already created the, uh, this second half of the season, and let's finish this thing strong. Fort Payne's coming in with one loss. That was to Gadsden City earlier this season. Um, I believe, if I'm right, Buckhorn is three and four yeah. overall. Yep. And I think they're two and two in region play, possibly. Yeah, they're two and two. There's a there's a potential for um, there to be a three-way tie for this two, three, and four uh, seed between Hazel Green, Buckhorn, and us. Um, and different things would have to happen to make that the case. And in all likelihood, when you go down far enough the list of tiebreakers, Fort Payne's still going to come out uh, breaking that tie unless some very, very, very unusual things happen. But like we said earlier, it's better to just go ahead and win this game. Uh, keep, thing, keep things going in the right direction and win, uh, win that two seed and host that first round playoff game. So like, uh, like um, Brian just said, we have an opportunity to call, talk, call, talk to Coach Elmore during the week and uh, he probably doesn't mention this in front, of a kid, in front of the kids, but he does talk playoff scenarios. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, every time that, when I was at Opelika, we, we would map that stuff. We never talked to the kids about it, but we would have those conversations often of what would it look like, who's playing who, and where things stack up. So. And just for our Wildcat fans, to kind of give you a little insight into what, I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't mind saying this, but like um, the region we would match up with, when we hit the playoffs, um, I think the first game would be the um, Muscle Shoals-Decatur yep. area. Yeah, in all likelihood, we'll have to see how tonight plays out because this will be the last region game for everybody in the state. Um, in all likelihood, it'll be Decatur. And then, if, and then if Fort Payne gets through that game, uh, their second game likely might be a, a big matchup out of the Birmingham area with Mountain Brook yep. or yep, someone that down that way. <clears throat> yeah, Mountain Brook's the one seed that will play above us in that bracket. And, um, and, and assuming they win their four-seed game, one seed versus four-seed, then we would play them second round down there, which would be uh, I mean, it'd be a great trip for our kids, great opportunity to just see a, a bigger program and how that's run and then just a reward for a season well played, a, a, an opportunity to go to the second round. It is senior night, it looks like, here tonight in Buckhorn as they are they are out and about wearing their pink. It's also Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so the fans and the student section is wearing pink, even though their colors are navy blue and canary yellow. Yep, yep. I'm going with canary. Are you going time. canary? Okay. <laughs> That's fine with me. I, 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 I could not care less about what color scheme they have. I think uh, I think you would have to say it looks like the Indiana Pacers, if you're yes, familiar with the Indiana Pacers. I, I can Pacers. go with that. I, that definitely looks like a Pacer look. Uh, Fort Payne crowds gradually moving in. Uh, it's kind of an easy drive getting out here if you hadn't been to Buckhorn. Now, tonight I cannot say Fort Payneans, if you drive around, come join us because we are an hour and a half away. Yeah, you're going to have a tough time. You might make it by halftime if you start now. Right. The band is here. The fan, the Fort Payne fans are trickling in as we are. Oh, i, I got to look over the scoreboard. 19 minutes away from kickoff. Um, looking ahead, we have two non-region games after this, Brian. One.
Yep, and we're going to travel another 30 minutes further down the road next week. So I have hopping out, hopping in the car, and flying down 72. Yes, for those that know, one of the dress morning and afternoon is flying. Yeah, I'll He's, be. He is throwing. He is kicking kids out of the bus. Ah, yes, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I don't know how athletes. I haven't looked ahead to see. They're not. Last year they've. They're not likely to make the playoffs, and so. Um, well, they finished up with Cherokee County, and I do know Cherokee County in their classification is top ten. Yes, yeah, they're a good football team for a ten uh, for a four A. They've played a really good football. Good, solid football team, and have always been. So it'll be a challenge, nonetheless. Just under eight to go here. Off. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a two-minute break. And we'll be back with Coach's interview, a little, a little interview from Coach. All right, the, this is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Twin City Used Car says, Go, Go Cats! First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go the Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. Friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. 
Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South, right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Twin City Used Car says, Go, Go Cats! First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Brian Northcutt here with WZOB and FPTV speaking with head football coach Chris Elmore. Uh, coach, the, we wrap up region play this week with Buckhorn on the road. Um, as y'all watched film in preparation for this week, uh, what have you seen? Well, they've got a they've got a really good um, running back slash quarterback. I, I, I told the guy from from uh, Times Journal, Glendon Poe, that uh, reminded me a little bit of what we had a few years ago with Matthew Shaddix, and that he's a guy that plays quarterback some, running back some, occasionally wide receiver, but he's really more of a running back quarterback type guy. And, um, very talented player. Had a big night last week when they beat uh, when they beat Lee, and uh, you know he's kind of the he's kind of the the thing that makes them go offensively. They've got other players too. Don't get me wrong, but they, he he's their he's their guy, and, and um, uh, sometimes it's more of a wildcat quarterback look, and I mean, he and he can throw it, and sometimes he's more in there as, as a running back. But uh, uh, he, he's somebody you got to keep an eye on all the time, and um, you know their their uh, offensive line has got good size, and they've had some injuries throughout the year uh, that has kind of messed up, I think, a little bit of their continuity in the offensive line. But they've gotten all those guys back healthy now, I believe, and, and probably playing uh, as well as they've played in the offensive line all year. Um, and then they're pretty young on defense, and, and uh, but but at the same time they're talented. 
on defense. They've got a uh, you know six two two seventy five uh, two hundred seventy five pound nose guard. He's a ninth grader, but he's a he's a he didn't look like a ninth grader. He didn't play like a ninth grader. But uh, and they got some other guys that are playing that are younger. But um, um, you know I think sound on defense. It's it's an interesting. I think the the, the head coach is. Uh, brother runs the defense, so you kind of got a family affair there. That those two guys grew up in a coaching family like I did. Uh, their dad and, and my dad are pretty are all pretty good friends for a long time, and um, so those two guys work well together. Obviously, being brothers, and um, and they they're they're very multiple on offense, and and then like I said, they're they're sound on defense, and and they're making sure defensively that they they don't do anything to, you know. Uh, they don't give up just a ton of big plays. They're they're, they're smart and they, they try to keep stuff in front of them. They make you drive the field and not allow you to just get uh, uh, you know home run balls or things like that against them. Yeah. Um, week eight, we're getting towards the end of the regular season. Do you have a a coaching philosophy as it comes to, as it relates to uh, just kind of the tiredness of the season when you're getting to this and you want to have everybody fresh and ready for the playoffs? Do you any you anything you lean upon or wisdom that you've learned in the past? on how to keep kids fresh this time of year? Well, you know, you, what you want to do is is keep your intensity of at practice, but hopefully start limiting some reps where you can. Um, and, and so we, we try to do that as probably midpoint of the season. If we can, if it's a day, you know, maybe early in the season, maybe the offense got 24 team reps. Well, maybe by this time of year, maybe it's 20. And maybe in two weeks, maybe it's 18. Um, you try to do that where you can, and especially as far as the full speed reps, and, and you want to make sure they, they, they maintain that intensity and, and maintain the game speed stuff. And we try to do uh, several things throughout the week uh, where it's kind of a best on best situation uh, just to keep the game speed, not, not necessarily a scout team situation. But I think you also have got to be uh, smart about limiting the number of reps throughout the week uh, where you can. And, and, and at this point of the year, we start to we start to dial back on the weight room just a little bit. We're still hitting it pretty heavy uh, in season or week to week right now. But as we get later into the the year and get closer to the playoffs, that that will dial back a little bit and uh, still will lift and, and still will do things, but maybe not at the same intensity we did, uh, you know, four or five weeks ago. But um, I think it's just trying to get them on and off the field as quick as you can and 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 get them home. And, and their job is to get home and get rested. And uh, with fall break this week, we're hoping they did that. We, We've had, uh, they've had obviously less time at school, um, and uh, we've still got our practices in. But but hopefully they've had more time to rest and recover and and, uh, and get their bodies ready to play this Friday. Okay. And we will play this Friday night, seven o'clock game time. This is an away game at Buckhorn, so our broadcast time will be six thirty. I uh, hope you guys will join us over there, come and support the team. Thanks, Coach. Thank you.
Alcorn and Fort Payne for tonight. All right, uh, thanks for the starting lineups, Brian. We'll take a two-minute break and then come back and lead you into the game. We're a little under seven minutes to go to the kickoff. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Your friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go the Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. We said uh, Buckhorn is navy and yellow, canary yellow. They're wearing navy shirts, navy hats with white pants. They have the buck antlers adorning the sides of their yeah, helmets. Yeah, very much like the Michigan Wolverine kind of look. Yep, and uh, tonight Fort Payne is in the Vegas gold pants, white jerseys, and black helmets. All three colors represented on the uniform for Buck Fort Payne. Buckhorn's in of entering the field on their senior night. This is their last home game. And Fort Payne now breaking the FP. I'm always amazed the cheerleaders are running them. Yeah, that's good. You don't want them to get trampled, that's for sure. I always, I always say, Brian, that's my motto. I don't want to be on a YouTube fail video. Yeah. You know, if I can help it, or, or a bloopers commercial. Yeah. Hey, the, the stag is wearing yes. pink tonight. But, yeah. 
Everybody's in pink. All right, we are little than three minutes away for kickoff. You know, I've, I've never known when to kick off early. Do you think we'll try to kick off early? No, they'll, they'll wait till it goes all the way down. They usually they usually bring it all the way down to, they may have reset it for three minutes. Some, oftentimes they'll go down to zero and then put another three minutes on to get everybody off the field. That's kind of the, when everybody needs to be on the field. It's kind of the standard. Yeah, and then put three minutes back on to get everybody off and get the lineups out there and get everybody set for the kickoff. All right, Fort Payne is looking to secure the number two seed in their region tonight. A uh, win tonight would secure that and give them home field advantage for the playoffs coming in three for, weeks. Yeah, for the first round at least. First and, round. And likely to have to travel on the second round, but that's okay. If you can get through that first round, we'll take what we can get. Well, they have the players have taken the field. Referees are all in the in the middle on the Buckhorn B as they have it right in the middle of the field, the B. Yep. Decent little Fort Payne crowd across the way. We're on the home side in the home uh, press box, which is really nice, by the way, a double-decker brick. It is very nice box. up here. Lots and lots of room, which we don't necessarily always get. We've got plenty of room tonight. Chris, it might be a good time now that we're still waiting for the clock to run down to mention um, the passing of a uh, – of a Fort Payne Wildcat from of old my days. Uh, Michael Bruce passed away on Wednesday of Bruce's Foodland and Shannon Connie's son, oldest son. He was a senior my, my sophomore year of high school, so I played with him. And then I was a senior when his younger brother Eric played for Fort Payne. And so um, know the Bruce as well. Shan coached me in Little League Baseball one year and just a solid all uh, black and gold family. And so uh, just for you guys out there, the Bruce family and everybody associated, the family, the wife and the children, just know that we're praying for you guys and, and this loss. And, uh, you know, sometimes uh, death occurs and, and you kind of walk right through it. And this one kind of stung for me just because I've known Michael and, and that family for so many years. And they're such icons in the Fort Payne community. So just know that we're praying for you guys in this season of loss. All right, keep them in their thoughts for you as we get, uh, we're set now to kick off. Referees have taken their positions, Brian. Yep, Fort Kai's Payne. ready. Fort Payne has put the ball down, and here we go. I've got the binoculars ready. I'm ready there to go. There you go. Number six, Kyler Douglas deep back for Buckhorn. He's going to come up. He's going to let it bounce. It's going to roll to the five. He's going to try to fumble it to five. He picks up. Fort Payne's there. Number 24 with the there tackle. There he goes. Bennett already Bennett, starting it off. Bennett Blanks. Tackle number one. And they're going to start. i got to kind of lane out the windows a little narrow for me. Yep. About the seven-yard line, looks like. Yep. First and ten from the seven. Brian may get a – he's standing up. He may get a better look at it yeah. than me. So, first and ten for Buckhorn. We're going to get to see this quarterback. I watched a little bit of the film. Uh, number seven, Terrence Robinson. He's a real good athlete. He's got a good arm, and um, but he can motor. Boy, he's got some wheels on him. All right, Buckhorn takes the field. They have three wides, two near, one far. One man in motion now, one of the receivers in motion. They're going to fake the handoff. They're going to look to throw deep. He's being flushed out of the pocket, and he's sacked he right there, and he fumbled. Let's see if I can put the binoculars on it. Looks like they're signaling that they've recovered it. They did. A big, big, big 58 big, big recovered 58 for got it, yeah. On the tackle, looked like number nine for four pain. Yeah, Luke, Luke Miller. I couldn't tell who, who else got up. Nice, nice not letting him out of that pocket. I'm sure part of the game plan is just to kind of keep him inside the tackles and not let him roam free. Well, I can already tell you, Brian, he holds the ball loose when yes. he goes to take, take off. 
All right, quarterback in the shotgun. He is a running back behind him, three wide. He's going to hand off up the middle. Tries to bounce yeah, nice. that time. Fort Payne's there. Nice stuff. Kylan Tuberville really holding up his block there to make room for the linebackers to come in and make the play. That was again number nine, Luke Miller, on the tackle. Gain yep. of about. Nope, he just got back to the round of scrimmage. Yeah. So it's going to be third and ten, Brian, with a little under 11 minutes to play. Scoreless game here at Buckhorn. Buckhorn going a little bit quick. Of course, they called the freeze play there just to check at the line. All right, they got four wide now, three near side, one far side. They may try some kind of screen pass out here. I would look to the bubble out here to try to get outside. They're not getting anything up the middle. Our quarterback's trying to set the running back. He now moves to his left side. He's in the shotgun. He takes the ball. Again, looking to throw it over the middle. He throws it this far near side and overthrew oh, yeah. his uh, receiver incomplete to bring up fourth down. That one never had a chance. Real soft coverage by the Fort Payne secondary, just giving up that, giving up the short stuff in lieu of the deep, and they went right over the corner, really didn't have a chance to make that play. All right, with 10-24, Fort Payne will get the ball with the scoreless ball game here in Buckhorn. I'm constantly, I told Coach Elmore, and then Coach Varnador was in the room, constantly impressed at how much bigger the offensive lines in our region are than our defensive line, but they are not able to move those kids out of the way. Snap, punt is away. It's going to hit at the 43-yard line, take a buckhorn bounce across the 50, down to the Fort Payne 44-yard line is where they'll start. It's a good field position for the first possession for Fort Payne. So Fort Payne will, get, will start their first possession here in the first quarter. Scoreless game so far. Yeah. Jake Barnes coming out first uh, as typical for this offense to start the series. Fort Payne lining up four wides, two on each side. DeBose flanked Barnes to his left. Barnes is in the shotgun. Barnes takes the ball. He's going to hand off to Bose. DeBose sweeps right side, tries to find the hole. Does. There he goes. He's loose. Got 40. It. He's at the 30. <laughs> He's at the 20. Attaboy, Caden. Wow. Touchdown, Fort wow, Payne. Wow, wow, wow. Just up the middle, real simple uh, outside zone. Everybody getting on their tracks, and Caden found a seam, and there it went off the touchdown. Fantastic start for Fort Payne. So that was a 57-yard run. Good. <laughs> Can't draw it up better than that. Can't draw it up better than that. Tackle yeah. on the seven, three and out. I kind of had to watch you on that one. I couldn't see the corner where he scored because of where <laughs> I was sitting. I'm just guessing he had a One guy had a shot at him, and he, he beat him <laughs> to the to the goal line. All right, Fort Payne lines up to the point after. The kick is up. In, and it's good. Good job, Connor. All right, so Fort Payne first, first series. Quick scores. Ten minutes left in the first quarter. Fort Payne leads Buckhorn seven to nothing. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, 
civic clubs, events, and more. Your first series, seven, leading Fort Horn, Buckhorn 7-0, and here's the kickoff. Nice one all the way back to the, he's going to field it at the nine-yard line. In 15 to 20, Fort Payne's there. Oh, he gets away from one tackle, but not against the, from the rest of the team. Makes it up to the 23-yard line. Let's see who was in on that, Brian. Yeah, lots. It's going to be number 13. Caleb Stiefel. Um, and number 82. Yep, Carter Tinker in there on that. Start unfolding all the bodies. Had to find some I numbers know it, in yeah. there. All right, so that's where Buckhorn, was, Buckhorn will start on their own 23-yard line, first and 10. Yeah, defensive, uh, great job on the first series, and, and Buckhorn really not being very aggressive. Uh, on their first series. Right, they're going to line up with two receivers far side, none on this side. They're going to hand it off to running back. Nope, quarterback's going to keep it. He finds a hole. He gets about five yards on that play, four or five yards. Yeah, good pickup tackle by Kobe. Kobe King coming up from the secondary to make the tackle. Yep, that was a five-yard gain. It's going to bring up second and five. 9.30 left to go in the first quarter. Fort Payne leading seven to nothing. Buckhorn gets their play. They line up. Fort Payne's ready. They got two receivers, one on each side. They're going to hand it off the running back. He tries to go up the middle. He does find a hole. Oh, wow, that was a good Guy run Gets there. loose for a first down up to the Buckhorn 40-yard line. Yeah, number 22, Shamari and Landrum on that series, on that carry. Nice pickup right up the middle. Yeah, they're actually, they're going to give him just the 38. So still a first down for Buckhorn, but they're at their, their own 38-yard line. Fort Payne leading 7-0. Yeah, they have a lot of offset backs. They almost act like wing backs to give it a little extra block. Quarterback's going to keep it, trying to find a hole. Nothing there. He gets a couple yards on that play. It's going to bring up second and eight. Lots of Wildcats in on the tackle. See Caden um, Kilgo, Kilgore. Will Patton in there. So did you say number 40? I'm looking at Will Patton. Will you Patton, yeah. Will Patton, yep. Saw him there. Yeah, we talked about Will Will typically play defensive end, but they've had such a strong rotation at defensive end with Caden and, and Luke and Jack that they've moved Will down and put his hand in the dirt. They're going to give him three yards, tackle. so it's going to be second and seven. They hand off again to the running back up the middle. Yeah. And he's stacked up again same, for about a half-yard gain. And you, you really – gap integrity is – such a great, uh, I mean, if you know how to coach it, Alabama's great at it in college, just holding your gaps and not letting anybody penetrate, not giving anybody a shoulder and an angle in order to move you out of a hole. And our defensive line does an excellent job at that. Caden, Gil Caden Kilgore in on that stop. It's going to bring up third and six now for Buckhorn, trailing seven and nothing with 7.45 to go in the first quarter. Looks like Carter may come off the edge here. Now they move there. Quarterback's going to roll yeah. out left side, has a man in the flat, but penalty flag has been thrown. Yeah, they moved a little bit. Yep. False start, Buckhorn. It's going to bring up now third and 11. Wow. So Buckhorn had, actually, they had a good play there. Yeah, they had it open. Yardage. Yeah. 7.26 to go here in the first quarter. It is windy out here at Buckhorn Field. Yeah, it's going to cool off. I told my wife, you better be ready. It's going, it's going <laughs> to get chilly. You can see them flags fly, yes. flying. I'm going, I had to give her my jacket because we're up here in this cozy press box. All right, Buckhorn with two wides. Quarterback takes snap, looking to throw. He's going to keep it. He tries to dish oh. it off. Yep. Falls incomplete. It's going to bring up fourth down. Yeah, he may have had a shot at the, say, at the uh, 
the uh, post route on number six, Jamarian, um, or Kyler Douglas, but he was looking down low to check down. and He kind of pushed that one over there, not quite enough on it, and it fell incomplete. Yeah. Fort Payne will get the ball back, leading seven to nothing with seven minutes to go here in the first quarter. Really good start for Fort Payne. Only gave up one first down in this series and not one the last. Brandon Oliver back to receive the punt. Let's see if, oh, that was a nice punt. He let yeah, it go over his okay. head. It's going to hit okay. the 15. It's going to take another buckhorn bounce to the 10-yard lines where Fort Payne will start. Well, let's see. All right, so we'll, we stay, we'll stay right here <laughs> with it. Um, we may score here real quick. Now, I did watch, I uh, was watching their punter warming up earlier, Brian. He was he was practicing um, making it hit on that nose where it will roll forward. So yeah. both his punts so far have hit and rolled, taken buckhorn yeah. bounces. Yeah. All right, Fort Payne will get the ball first and 10 from the 10, from their own 10. They have two running backs now flanking. Is that Barnes, Barnes. or Barnes? Barnes, quarterback. They're going to have DeBose. He's going to sweep left, trying to get make the edge, and he gets around, picks up five, about five, six yards on that play. Yep. Nice pickup, good blocking. I'll tell you what, the, the guy working the mic, he's he's on this yardage game. Yeah, he's got it down, he's just listen down. for him. Second and five now for Fort Payne. Three wide, no, four wide. Two near, two far. DeBose in the backfield with with Barnes. Barnes takes snap, looking to throw. He's going to throw across the Ooh. middle. Dangerous. Yeah, that was kind of tight there. Incomplete to Ledford. Yeah, he kind of had his eyes locked in on Marcus that time. And they dropped a couple guys. Yeah, they guys. did. They dropped right into coverage, and he he almost got it picked by that line, linebacker coming underneath. So Barnes will go out now, and Varnador will come in for Fort Payne. 6.35 to go. Fort Payne leading 7-0. Third and five. Well, the board says third and five. It looks more like third and six. Yeah, I think it is third and six. Farndor looking to throw. He again goes across. Nice goes, out route. Hits the out route on the far side. Complete to Brandon Oliver for a Fort, for a Fort Payne first down. DeKalb fix it first down. There we go. Really good timing there. He really kind of started to release that ball before <clears throat> Brandon got out of his break, which gave the defensive back no chance. Sorry, Miss Holly, I went brain dead on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fort Payne with five wides this time. Three near, two far. They're going to put far one in motion. They're going to hand it off to number four. Trying to get around the yeah, edge, Buckhorn's there. there. He's going to lose yardage on that play. <laughs> Never had a chance there. 25 broke out on Nolan. Um, trying to get Nolan to carry here, and he just couldn't. There was no blocking there to get him breaking on that corner. Play loses about three yards. It's going to bring up second and 13 now for Fort Payne on their own 23-yard 20, 20, yeah, line. Will Patton in as a blocking back. That's interesting. I hadn't seen that much. Bonador in at quarterback still. Running back behind him, trying to see his number. They hand it off to us, Aikens. Hand off to Aikens off left side. Yeah, Buckhorn there stops him. He only gets run, back. Yeah, good run support, good run stop there for, for Buckhorn on that on that play. So that's going to be no gain. It's going to bring up now third and 13 for Fort Payne. Sending uh, Skylar Cody out with a equipment problem, his jerseys. Oh, it just had fallen up over his. That must have been stressed in the offseason around yeah, the yeah. equipment issues because they have been <laughs> calling it like crazy. They have. <clears throat> five, lower five to go in the first quarter. Fort Payne leading seven to nothing. Third and 13 now as Varnador's quarterback. Five wide for Fort Payne. Might be a quarterback's. Um, Put a man in motion. 
Akins, Varndor's going to keep it, try to find some middle, and it's not there. As a matter of fact, he uh, just gets back to the line of scrimmage. So it's going to bring up fourth and 13. Fort Payne yeah. will be forced to punt. Just a quarterback draw there. And uh, Buckhorn did a good, good job on that series, kind of tightened up some things. <laughs> One thing you don't want to have happen is have that quick start and just start to settle into something that you think, well, we got this, and it's only 7-0. Buckhorn can get really back, get back into this game very quickly if Fort Payne's not careful. All right, Fort Payne's returns all the way back to his 35. Nice punt, high punt. It's going to be short, though, about the 50. We'll take a sideways bounce. There's really nobody now. Bounces one yard back for Buckhorn. So they'll start on the Fort Payne side of the field as we We'll take a 30-second real quick. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Your friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! The time. All right, well, all right, well, all right, we are. All right, we are back as Buckhorn runs their first play. Um, we had a first and ten from the Fort Payne side of the field. They threw it out in the flat this side. Picked up a. Looks like three yards on that one. And you're going to pick up more on that face mask call. It was a face mask, so now it's going to be 15 more yards added on to the end of that play. Yeah, Buckhorn now going with number nine at quarterback Jake Root, but they also carry uh, Terrence Robinson in the backfield with him, so they really got two quarterbacks in the backfield. So with that penalty, they're now going to get first and 10 from the Fort Payne 27-yard line. As Brian said, you can't relax as they're knocking on the door. Yeah, you gotta, you've got to tighten up your defense here. They're going to have, oh, quarterback's going to throw a man in the flat, tight end, picked up. Tackle for a first down, though. Close to another one. I think he got it. Yep, it's going to be first and 10 from the Fort Payne 17-yard line. Yeah, had the look of an RPO there. I'm not sure if that was a, a called RPO where he had the option to pull the to pull the give to the tailback and then throw to that little slot receiver. All right, Buckhorn going tempo now as they're looking to hike it fast, and they do. They hand off to the running back up the middle. Trying to bounce that side, he does. Fort Payne trying to run him down, and they do. Who is that on the run down? That's Bennett, yeah. Bennett Blanks runs him down. He loses about two yards on that play. Yeah, that's what we talked about with Coach Elmore, Bennett's ability to close. Now uh, Robinson comes up limping. So that, that that's something to look for, Buckhorn. Right, that play actually lost four yards, so it's going to bring up second 14, 3.23 to go in the first quarter. Fort Payne leading Buckhorn 7 to nothing. Yeah, when Bennett gets on your trail, it's uh, it's going to take a really fast back to get pulled away from him. All right, Buckhorn's going to put uh, two receivers far side. One running back. They're going to put a man in motion. We'll hand off. He's going to try to go right. He's got a he's got it. Gets around for about four, five, six yards on that play. Yeah, a little kick out by that blocking back. Runs right side and pushes and punches out and able to set the edge for against Fort Payne and nobody was there to. Right, puts the ball in the Aikens red zone. That's going to bring up third down and looks like seven. Okay, there's a little illegal procedure. I don't know if somebody didn't oh, have enough men. In, must not have had enough men in the line in the uh, backfield or on the line of scrimmage. Well, I'm not seeing the flag tonight, Brian. I didn't see that one either. It was down here. I think they're talking over Coach Elmore what he wants to do. Yeah, I think he's going to push them back. So that's going to bring up now second and 19. 
Well, that guy says 18. Yeah, they got on the board 18. <laughs> well, we will go about the board. So the board says 18. We'll go with 18. All right, but still a long way. 245 and counting. Second and 18 for Buckhorn from their own, I mean, from the Fort Payne 26-yard line. Four Fort receivers Payne. now for, for Buckhorn looking to throw. Quarterback throwing deep to the end zone. He's got a man. Wow. And the catch is made, and they're going to say he's down at the one-yard line. Perfect throw. Really good coverage by Alex Akins on that play, but uh, quarterback laid it right. Jake Root laid it right in there. Um, beautiful pitch and catch to number 13, the Hall Kuna. All right, first and 10 now for uh, Buckhorn at first and goal at the one-yard line. They're having to call a timeout. And they're going to call a timeout. We'll take it with them. We'll take a 30-second with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Twin City Used Car says, Go, Go Cats! All right, we're back. First and goal. Buckhorn with the ball at the one-yard line. They're going to hand it off to the running back, and he... Yeah. And he gets it in zone for a touchdown. So two minutes left to go in the first quarter. Buckhorn gets on the board. Yeah, Fort Payne trying to penetrate and get penetration up there. But a nice forward lean from the running back, Shamari and Landrum. And Buckhorn's about to tie this game up. This is uh, what well, we needed to make sure we stayed on top of things. There's and another flag. Flag is thrown as a referee stop play. Fort Payne leading seven to six at the moment. Offside. Buckhorn, somebody who's lined up in the neutral zone offensively. Okay. So that's gonna back it up five, make it a little longer point after attempt for Buckhorn. It's senior night here in Newmarket, Alabama. Yeah, hopefully four panels start settling into a rhythm here. Get some things going offensively. Snap, hold, kick is down and it is good. So Buckhorn ties it up seven to seven. Uh, let's talk about Patterson Music and Jewelry, uh, Brian. It's stocked. They're stocked yep. up for Christmas with a new shipment of PV bass. Bass. I almost said bass. PV bass. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965, with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast friendly and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats! 
flats. They're gonna drift with their one receiver until somebody else comes out in the flats. And they're gonna pick that guy up. Uh, and then you're gonna have two safeties in the back. So Fort Payne should be able to run against this team. All right, as we get ready for kickoff, it is now tied 7-7 with two minutes to go in the first quarter. Skyler Cody and Brandon Oliver back deep for Fort Payne. Our referee blows the whistle, gives a go for the play. Kick is away, low line drive, picked up by number one for Fort Payne. He's at the 10, trying to get outside. He goes around far side, he's at the 20, turns it up, he has a hole, he's at the 30, and he's down nice about the 34-yard line. Yeah. Evidently, the wall was set to Fort Payne sideline because Skyler ran that way. Nice pickup, even though he ran about 50 or 60 yards, he picked up about 15, 20. So they're going to put that down at the Fort Payne 33. That's where they'll start first and 10 with a minute 50 to go in the first quarter. Game tied 7-7. Let's see what Fort Payne has to do on their third series here. Yep, Jake Barnes back in at quarterback. I'm, I'm guessing they're going to try to go right up the middle with Caden Dubose some. They do. They hand it off. Caden trying to find a hole. There he does is. around left side. He's at the 40. Punches, nice punches through to the 50 to the 45 yard line of Fort Payne. Nice pickup. All right, so flag, on, flag the play. on the play though. All right, we're gonna have to stop this. That's holding on Fort Payne. They're gonna back that up 10. Mm. Yeah. That was the side that he got around on, Brian. Yeah. I don't want, don't want to get into a flag contest. All right, they're going to back it up 10 yards from the spot. That's going to probably bring up, probably make it first and 18. Let's see what the board says. Or the Mike man. 17, I think is what he said. So we'll go first and 17 now, Fort Payne, with a minute 43 to go in the first. Yeah, I think Fort Payne's got solid enough blocking schemes in the interior of that offensive line that they can still do what, they, what they're wanting to do offensively up the middle. Trips near side, one receiver far side. DeBose flanks Barnes on his right side. Barnes gonna hand off DeBose again. DeBose trying to snake through and and, and uh, Buckhorn's there for no yeah. gain. It's gonna bring up second down and 17. Hmm. Yeah, Four Payne's gonna have to start. Again, trips this side. One receiver far side. Barnes looking to throw. He's going to go find the receiver. He's got a step. Brandon mm. Oliver could not bring it down. Incomplete. Bring, yeah. up, bring up third and 17, bro. Well, good option. A good choice. 50-50 uh, ball, basically, to Brandon Oliver. And we couldn't bring it down. He had a step or two if he'd gotten it out a little further. Yeah. Brandon had, had, him, by a couple, Brandon had him by a couple of steps. Hmm. So again, we're going to line up trips near side. One receiver far side, DuBose in the backfield with Barnes. Third and 17 for Fort Payne with a minute nine to go in the first quarter. Barnes looking for something. He's going to throw it short to DuBose, but they're there and they he's going to lose about five yards on that play. Yeah. Buckhorn's all over Fort Payne after that first play and makes that first play look a little bit flukish right now. All right, 55 seconds and counting left in the first quarter. Fort Payne now fourth and 20. We'll have to punt. Tied up seven to seven with Buckhorn. Buckhorn looking to have the mow yeah. right now. Really need Kai. Kai can flip the field here. It'd be really good for Fort Payne's defense. Push them far back. Receives the ball. Kick is away. It's going to land about the 48. It's okay. Take a there Fort Payne bounce to the 
Buckhorn side of the field and go all the way down to the Buckhorn 43. And there we'll flip the field. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Hey, folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. First football, they try uh, tried a long pass over this side, Brian, and yeah. good defense. Rube's got a much better arm and much more accurate than Robinson is, so I, I don't know why they don't just go with him and put Robinson as a running back all the time. But that time, Hayden Harrell, great coverage on number six, uh, Kyler Douglas, um, trying to go up deep, up top, and really good coverage by Hayden Harrell there. 15.7 seconds after the incomplete, clock is stopped, left in the first quarter, tied ball game, 7-7. Fort Payne struggling on their last two series. Yeah. Second down and 10 for Buckhorn. They're going to hand it off to the running back up the middle. Fort Payne's there, of course, for about a, he gets about one yard on that play. Yeah, nice tackle by Jack Goggins there. Actually, I'll give him a half yard, Brian. Yeah, half yard. Half yard. Third and nine and a half. They're going to say nine. Yeah, both teams nine. struggling running the ball right now, and, and somebody's going to have to establish that offensive line and start making some moves. All right, first quarter ends. Fort Payne and Buckhorn tied at seven. We'll take a 30-second break. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. All right, we are, we are back here at Buckhorn High School, home of the Buckhorn Bucks. Is it senior night for Buckhorn, their last home game? They're going to have a third and nine, Brian. Yeah, I'd lo love to see Fort Payne maybe get a turnover here and give the offense a little bit of a spark. They've got four wides. Quarterback is in the shotgun. Running back is behind him. They look to get a, maybe an audible from yeah, the coaches. Try to go a freeze play. There's a snap, quarterback looking to throw. He's Fort Payne's oh, there, yeah, there, and he's going to be sacked for about 10, 12-yard loss. Safety blitz by Kobe King, and Jack Goggins was there as well. Great call. Uh, Fort Payne's defensive coordinators are known to be aggressive on down and distance like this, and they did that time, and, and it scored and paid off for them. That lost, play lost 11. It's fourth down and 20 for Buckhorn, as they'll be punting now from their own 25-yard line. Brandon Oliver back at the Fort Payne 35. It'd be nice to get a good return here from Brandon. Try to set up good field position for Fort Payne. He hadn't been able to field one, field one yet. Fort Payne trying to figure out. Oh, he was right there in front of him. Kicks it away from him to the near side, and this ball is going to go take a slight buckhorn. Oh, he almost touched that, Brian. Yeah, Caleb Stiefel came on the field and was offsides and out of position. They're going to have an opportunity if they want to. 
to um, re-kick this. Caleb ran off from the Buckhorn side and was offsides. Official on that far side called it. So it's going to be offsides on Fort Payne. 11-14 to go in the second quarter. We're discussing it right now. I guess maybe if he came onto his side of the field, then he's okay. It looks, yeah, like, waving my, it looks off. like my daughter has brought me a lemon shot. I don't know what that is. Even, hey, you can't say that on the air. Oh, it's pickle juice. She oh, bought me not... pickle juice. There we go. That is, I like pickles, but not the juice. <laughs> not done by itself anyway. So okay, flag, that's, flag that's is waved off on that because Caleb did get on his side of the ball before the ball was snapped. So flag waved off. Fort Payne will start first and 10 from their own 34-yard line. 11-14 to go in the second quarter. Tie ball game, 7-7. Seven to seven. Fort Payne with three receivers, two far side, one near side now. They're going to hand off to Bose. DeBose trying to sweep around right side. He bounces out. He's got a corner, got the corner. He's at the 40. This guy, first down. All right. DeKalb fix it nope. first down, but a flag on the play. This guy on, this, on that far side is flag happy right now. He is throwing a flag every time it's he's had an opportunity. He's probably going to be holding. Yeah, I think Coach Elmore is probably going to give him an earful. He's, he, he's, but he'll throw a flag. So they're going to mark it off as holding. It's going to be 10 yards. It's going to be first down and 20 now for Fort Payne. Fort Payne's going to have to start running those sweeps to the opposite side of that official. Uh, you think with him, with him having Elmore, Elmore in his ear, he wouldn't have. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on there, but he is throwing a bunch of flags tonight. All right, first and 20 now for Fort Payne at their own Looks like 25-yard uh, line, 24-yard line. Varnador is the quarterback. Oh, oh and snap Pat through his hands. He's going to just jump back and fall on it, so it's going to be another loss. Yeah, four paints. About 10 more yards. It's going to bring up second and 30. Not helping itself, uh, helping themselves there. Yeah, four paints going the wrong direction. 10.45 to go here in the second quarter. Tie ball game. Fort Payne is now a long way from first down. It is second and 30. Yeah, Varnador is still a quarterback. Might be time to throw one up to Schuyler. Varnador is going to keep it. He's going to try to get around right side, and Buckhorn's there. They bring him down for a loss. Yeah. Fort Payne, I mean, Buckhorn's got some athletes on the defense. They, got, they can play ball. Um, real athletic and rangy guys. It's going to bring up third and 30 with 10-15 to go here in the second quarter. Yeah, this is going to be some kind of run play, I would imagine. Maybe a little bit of a slip screen. Two receivers for Fort, no, three receivers for Fort Payne. And they're going to get uh, Buckhorn to jump, so they'll get a free five out of it, make it third and 25. Yeah. They need about six more of those. I'm, I'm, I'll bet you they're going to try to do it again. <laughs> we'll see if they can mark off another five, get a free five again. It's going to bring up third and 25 now. As Varnador has two running backs, both sides of him, DuBose and Led Ledford. Three receivers. They're going to hand it off to Ledford. Ledford sweeps right. He's got a hole. He's at the 30, but he's wrapped up and dropped at the 27-yard line, not the 27-yard line. Nice pickup, but not near enough. Yeah. As Fort Payne will be forced to punt. Here with 9.33 to go in the second. Yeah, the game started out perfect for Fort Payne, and you thought, man, this is going to be good. And, and it's now knotted all up. Somebody's going to have to take, uh, Fort Payne's going to have to take advantage offensively and move some people around. All right, Fort Payne back to punt. Low snap. 
Kick is away. It's a, good it's a line drive to the 35, takes a Fort Payne bounce. Their guy picks it up at the 20. Fort Payne's able to get down and stop him from getting to the 25, so they will, they will start this series on their own 24-yard line with nine minutes to go. The we'll good stay. news is Fort Payne's defense has done really well, and, 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 and after that first series that Buckhorn scored on, Fort Payne's defense has been very solid, so. All right, first and 10 now for Buckhorn from their 24-yard line. Nine minutes to go in the second quarter, seven to seven ball game. Robinson back in at quarterback for Buckhorn. And he hands it off to running back. He sweeps left That's side. In the back. Again, four panes there, and he's going to lose about four, four <laughs> and yards that, with and the that flag. Official, and that official called it there. And the official who can't keep the yellow flag in his pocket. It must be uh, have some kind of something on it, Brian. I think it's itching to get out of his pocket. I guess he called that a blindside block, maybe. But that really wasn't a blindside. It looked like more of an illegal use of the hands or block in the back. We'll see he called it a personal foul, which should be 15 yards, which would really put them behind the sticks on this play. So let's see what we got. Well, I said, you know, the clock was moving earlier. Now we turned into Flagville. Yeah. It is a personal foul. What was that signal? I think that is that new blindside block protective um, okay. rule where you can't blindside somebody. But I don't think that's exactly what happened to Alex Akins on that play. I didn't recognize the hand signal. Yeah, that's a new one for me, too. I need to ask Coach Elmore about that one. All right, under nine minutes to go. Clock ticking. 7-7 seven, seven tie ball game. Buckhorn has the ball now on their own 11-yard line, first and 20. They have four receivers, four receivers, three near side, one far. Four pain in the zero coverage here. And they're going to hand it off to running back. He finds the, finds the edge, and he gets around, but four pain's able to bring him down after about an eight-yard gain. Let's see if they give him, they may have gave him, gave him seven. No, they're going to yeah. give him eight. eight nice yard. pickup on that play. It's going to bring up second and 16. Tempo now for Buckhorn. He's already down, ball snap. Quick pass to number 15, that's, but he's but read play. quick. Actually, really, it's incomplete. Yeah. Tried that earlier. They completed that pass earlier. Tried it again there, and Kobe King broke and broke it up nicely there. Nice place by Kobe. Maybe it was that RPO. I'm not sure if it was an RPO or not, but it All looked right, like now, one. Now they're going to slow down. Eight minutes, third down and 16 from their own 23-yard line. Quarterback's going to roll out near side. He's looking to throw. Fort Payne has everybody covered up. And he's going to get him. Yeah, good job, Carter Tanker. And Boy, Carter and, and Bennett both. That's some really good linebacker combo right there. Looks like he was able to get back to the line of scrimmage, so it's going to bring fourth down and 16, 7.50 to go, 7-7 seven, seven tie. Fort Payne will send Brandon Oliver back to the Buckhorn 45 as they'll be punting. Now Brandon's going back up to the 50 now. I think if Fort Payne can really establish the inside run, um, they're going to have a successful night. Just haven't been able to do that so far. Punts away, nice high punt. Short, get out of the way. They do get out of the way. It's going to take a sideways bounce and be blown dead at the Buckhorn 45. That's where Fort Payne will start. We'll stay here with it. Uh, Hillier Properties has new portable storage buildings, Brian, for sale through four seasons buildings, quality buildings for less. And until November 30th, you can get 10% off all storage buildings except their play sets. Store your stuff with storage buildings from Hillier Properties in Fort Payne. I need to see them because I need a... Actually, we need a building for like a she shed. My wife needs a she shed. <laughs> oh, God. So if they do she shed, my wife needs You're it. You're so hip. <laughs> Here we go. 
Come on, guys. All right, Fort Payne, first and 10 from the Buckhorn 45. Barnes looking to throw, nobody's there. He's trying to scramble out. He's going to throw it away yeah. out of bounds. It's going to bring up second and 10 with 7.15 to go. Yeah, the combo pattern down here wasn't there, so Jake had to pull out and he had some pressure on his backside or front side. Had to pull away from it. 7-7 seven, seven tie. Excuse me, 7-7 seven, seven tie here in New Market, the home of the Buckhorn Bucks. Mm. All right, Fort Payne now has four wides. Barnes takes a snap. He's going to hand off to DeBose. DeBose trying to get around the right side. He does find a hole. Yeah, he gets good. about five or six yards on that play. See what they give him. They're going to give him five yards on that. Which go. is going to bring up third and five. Most importantly, no flag. That's, that's the most important part of that play. Just a little professional note. Don't ever eat popcorn while you're announcing. That kind of lays around your throat. That's, that's, a, that's a new one for me. I should have just sipped on the pickle juice. There you go. All right, that's going to bring up third and five. 6.42 left in the, in the half. 7-7 seven, seven tie. Fort Payne with the ball on the Buckhorn 40-yard line. Yeah, let's see what Fort Payne draws up here. Got two backs in the backfield with Alex Akins, Caden Dubos. Takes a snap. He's going to call his own number, trying to get ahead. Mm. And he gets about two yards, so it's going to bring up fourth and three. He may have ran that play because he's going to go for this one. I think he is. All right, fourth and two from the Buckhorn 37-yard line. Varnador is in right now at quarterback. He's thinking about punting. That's what he's considering, whether or not he's going to drop Dax back. I think they're going to go for this. Varnador takes a snap. He hands it off to DeBose. DeBose right side. There's Snakes the through the first down, but there's the flag from that side of the field. This guy's killing us. I guarantee it's going to be holding, Brian. There's no... This guy, that white hat, needs to go talk to that official and say, brother, you got to chill out. So we may be back to punting the ball. This yeah, is more like to punt this. It's definitely going to be on, I think it's going to be on Fort Payne. Yep, they're pointing that way. They're trying to find out what their coach wants to do, I think. Maybe he was calling it illegal procedure. Yeah, that's what they're discussing. It wasn't a hold. They're trying to discuss whether or not they have enough men on the line of scrimmage. He's asking the guy for the official on the other side. Yep, they're going to get uh, Fort Payne with illegal procedure. That, that's a real, generally speaking, uh, you, you tell your receivers to go out there and either point down towards the line of scrimmage, which means I'm on the line of scrimmage, or they'll put their hand back, which means I'm off the line of scrimmage. You've got to have, you can't have any more than four guys in the backfield at any one time. There's got to be seven guys on the line of scrimmage. And usually they're signaling it. Now, look, see, that's what, <laughs> that's what Skylar Cody's over there waving at him to make sure he knows he's on the line of scrimmage. There's a penalty by Fort Payne. They're going to have to punt this. Another illegal procedure call against Fort Payne. It's going to back it up five more yards with 5.30 to go, 7-7 seven, seven tie. Everything not going for and paying away this no, game. No, and, and really, and Buckhorn's been the recipient of some of that too, but that official on the far side is really putting Fort Payne behind the sticks and, and making problems um, I would consider unnecessarily. All right, so Fort Payne now back officially to punt. Buckhorn man back, almost high snap. Kick is away, almost blocked. He's going to call fair catch and catch it about the seven-yard line. That's good. That's where Buckhorn will set up. With 5.19 to go here in the half, Fort Payne and yeah. Buckhorn tied at seven, Brian. Well, we've got a, um, 
we're just going to have to overcome those penalties and, and, and I don't know how you how you avoid and I don't even know how to say it because you really don't want to be critical of that but this flag happy officials put Fort Payne behind the sticks every series and you can't I don't know I don't <laughs> something you don't want it to feel like it's blatant but it's starting to feel like it's just every time all right first and ten for Buckhorn two receivers one running back behind the quarterback he's in the end zone they're going to turn the hand to him he tries to run up the middle Fort Payne's there he picks up two gets it to the 10 yard line yeah if I was Buckhorn I'd play I'd play uh, number nine at quarterback and Robinson at the run back just has a better feel he's got a better arm but they know what they're doing they're the coaches second and eight five minutes to go in half seven seven tie after the first run by Fort Payne they really haven't been able to do a whole lot on offense yeah really been stymied by that uh, buckhorn defense quarterback takes snap he hands it off again the running back tries to bounce it in around the left side and he gets down picks up about four yards on that play it's gonna bring up third and three yeah four has got to establish that line of scrimmage Hayden Presley Will Patton those guys up front Jack Goggins Caden uh, Kilgore in there now it's more like third and two so he picked up about six yards on that play may look at a run run blitz here Third and two for Buckhorn. Two receivers near side, nothing the other side. Yeah, they're going straight zero. Everybody's down line on, on the line of scrimmage now looking for a run. And they went to hand off, but another flag is thrown. Or Let's see. Somebody move. That's usually what's going on well, there. It wasn't a far referee. It wasn't far on pop. No. The referee threw it. Fault starts. They're going to back it up five. Be third and seven now. Yeah, that, gives, that puts Fort Payne in a better position here, obviously. It's going to back the ball up to just this side of the 10 yard line four minutes to go seven seven tie yeah that third and short it looked like Fort Payne's uh, defensive coaches felt like this is all run and they had everybody down in the box Kobe included on a run stop all right this time Buckhorn's going to do four wides two on each side yeah this is much more of a passing situation here Fort Payne's going to go after blitzing. him he's going to get around the far side he's going to get uh, get the first down mm. all the way up to the 20 yard line Yep, he broke the coverage, broke the uh, the stunt. And once he did that, uh, Carter just didn't have a chance to get to him before he got the first down. It's going to bring up first and 10 now for Buckhorn. Nope. No, Brian. They said, I guess they said it went wow. down. That's going to be fourth and short. Wow. I thought he had it. I did too. He must have stepped stepped out. It's going to be fourth and real short. So let's see what they do. Probably they can't sneak it. Quarterback's in the shotgun. They do have four wide, three near side. Call. He's going he's gonna to let it run down and call a timeout. I think he's mad at him now. <laughs> now the Buckhorn official's mad at that far side official's for the mark. All right, and they're going to call a timeout with 3.39 left to go in the half. Fort Payne and Buckhorn tied 7-7. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. All right, we are back as it's fourth and short for Buckhorn. 
And everyone looks like to blow the whistle. Buckhorn's coach is pointing and flexing and pointing and flexing. I think he's wanting an explanation of why that's not a first down. Still, still hot about the mark. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it looks fourth and maybe a foot, two feet. I think he's wanting a measurement. Oh yeah, he's wanting a measurement. It'll be funny if it measures for a first down. Yeah, that would be. Uh, well, not funny, but sad. They're going to well, mark it on the sideline where the chains are. So. Well, they're going to bring the sticks out and pull them out and see what we got. This is now you watch. watch wow, that's definitely four paint sideline. If this, they do give him first down on this. Yeah, get, what we got? Nope. About uh, what are they held up? Six inches, eight inches. Yeah. So he's about eight inches short. So their players are trying to talk him into going for it. So it's fourth down. They are going to go for it, are they? Not well, they're the six is coming from way back here. Well, nine nine is a quarterback. Is their punter? All right, so you got to watch for the fake because it's it's only eight inches away. But I guess at this point you're That'd playing a, field yeah, position. I, yeah, I don't think they could do that. And they are going to punt it, and they're going to fail. Brandon Otter is going to fair catch it at the Buckhorn 44-yard line. That's where Fort Payne will start this series with 3:30 to go in the half, Brian. Yeah, we really need to get some points on the board here. Um, and Fort Payne has done a good job, to be honest. They've moved the ball um, in. Penalties. The penalties are, are hurting them right now. They've had good field position. Yeah, they, they, it's, we've been playing on this side of the field this entire quarter. But the penalties are putting them way back behind the sticks. Yeah, this, I don't know how you get positive yards without running to the right side and just say, I got to go left. Our Barnes under center. He's going to turn the hand to Bose. Bose snakes through right side. He finds a hole. He's still That's going. Good running. good running, Caden. Where are they giving to? I thought he got further than that, but they're going to give him uh, four yards. It's going to be second and six. Made it, to, made it to the Buckhorn 40. It may be the four pain needs to go to their mountain music package. Just go straight run and just uh, just pound it with Bennett Blanks. Um, and he may be considering that here soon. Will Patton again in at that tight end spot. Barnes is still your quarterback. DeBose behind him. Two receivers, one near, one far. Barnes looking around, takes a snap, go hand it to Bose again. Buckhorn's there, but he's it break through some couple of tackles. There you go, Still running. Nice run. Gets it to cab, fix it first down all the way to the Buckhorn 31 yard line. Yeah, they're 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 run stunting. Man hurt for Fort Payne. Who is that? It looks like Skylar Cody. But I don't know what happened to him. He just He's writhing in pain because he's rolling around. All right, let's see. It's like his ankle, maybe. All right, well, while we got an injury on the field, 2.45 to go in the half. Fort Payne and Buckhorn tied 7-7. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Your friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community. We're back as we have an injury on the field. Number one, he's not moving his ankle. He may have sprained it or yeah, I don't want to say anything worse. I'm going to just stay with the sprain. He is hopping. As, being, as he's escorted. Not putting any pressure on that. I hope that's okay. That's Skylar Cody. 
So the coaches or the trainers help him off the field as we get back to play. 2.45 to go in the half, 7-7 seven, seven tie. Yeah, Fort Payne. Payne. yeah, they're going two tights now. Uh, got Carter Tinker and Will Patton in. Ball on the Buckhorn 31-yard line. Barnes is your quarterback. He takes the ball, going to look to throw on this one. Throwing over to Ledford near side. Ledford makes nice the catch, catch on his back. It's complete. Yeah, just got max protect there. Brought two tight ends to make sure there was protection there. Single receiver route. Uh, Brandon had a route similar to that on the top side. But they max protected that so that Jake had time to just isolate. It's going to pick up eight yards. It'll be second down and two. Barnes under center. He's going to turn and hand off to Aikens. Aikens That's takes good. the ball at the middle. There's a hole. Aikens with a cab fix it first down, down to the Buckhorn 15, Brian. Yeah. Well, what they're doing here, when you have two tights in, it automatically spreads the defense out in the interior part of the ball, and that gives uh, better um, holes for the running back to see. Will Patton now coming out. They're going two, two backs now with Bennett Blanks. I, uh, they brought, excuse be me, they brought in the battering ram, Bennett That's Blanks. It. He's going to line up behind Yeah, he's going to get the ball here. Everybody in the stadium should know that. And they do. They turn the hand to Blanks, and he's going to find a hole and crush down to the eight-yard line, pick up about he, seven. I don't think he got touched until he got five yards down the field. I know whoever he hit still laying on the field, unless that's a Fort Payne guy. No, that's a Fort Payne kid. Who is that? That's number... That's Bennett. Bennett Blanks. That's not good. He's holding his arm. He may have got hit on the arm. that Gosh, so late. blanks will go out holding his arm it's gonna bring up second and four with a minute 30 here fort Payne, second and four, i did say second four on the buckhorn eight yard line nine mm -hmm. yard line barnes in the shotgun flanked by two running backs they're gonna hand it off to akins akins looking to find a hole he skips through he gets down to about the buckhorn two for decab another decab fix it first down inside the akins red zone yeah Really looking good here, finally establishing that run game. And when you don't have penalties, you can do that. Yeah, they've just been running it up uh, basically off the middle, right up, I mean, just off right guard, yeah, left if, guard. Yeah, if this works, then. Um, see a lot gonna, of that yeah, next half. Gonna, I think we're going to see a lot of that in the second half. And, I, and you may see a lot more two tights. Fort Payne's not going to be in a hurry here. First and goal from the two. One minute left to go in the half. Barnes in the shotgun. They're going to hand it off to DeBose. DeBose trying to get around the right side, and he's throwing out of bounds for it looks like no gain. Yeah, offensive line, we're getting some penetration there from their defensive line. we got to cut those guys, make sure they're not penetrating there to give uh, give Caden some kind of cutback lane. All right, no gain on that, so second down and two for Fort Payne with 47 seconds. Ran out of bounds, so the clock has stopped. May need to think about something straight up the middle. Uh, Barnes, quarterback, Aikens, DeBose in the backfield. Ledford split near side. Brandon Oliver far side. Barnes looks over to and yeah, Coach Elmore Coach Elmore is going to call a timeout. So 47 seconds left in the half. 7-7 seven, seven tie. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Twin City Used Car says, Go, Go Cats!
back here at Buckhorn High School, home of the Buckhorn Bucks on senior night. Fort Payne and Buckhorn tied 7-7 with 47 seconds left in the half. Fort Payne threatening, Brian. Second yeah. and goal at the three. Really need to take advantage of this series here. I mean, you don't want to think about a, a field goal at this point, but Fort Payne needs to come away with points. The way the defense is playing, uh, you'd have to feel good just getting more points on the board right now. Now, that's a... Um, I, that's not Blinks over there that you were looking at, was it? Yeah, I was checking to see if I could tell. Uh, it looks like Skyler made just a bad sprain. And they pulled his socks off and his shoes off. Four paint going down Mountain Music now. Everybody's lined up tight. They're going to hand off DeBose. DeBose trying to power through. I think he got it. And oh, come on now. They're going to and flag guy uh, flag ump's going to mark it down at the inch yard line with 38 seconds left. Do we have any timeouts left? Yes, we do. Okay. There's no sense being in a hurry right now because you don't want to leave any time on the clock. All right, 29 seconds. First, third down, and a foot. Mount Music. There and, it is. Yep, that's and it. Barnes is going to sneak it in. Touchdown, Fort Payne, and a flag flies. Imagine that. So that'll be interesting to see what that is because that was kind of after the play. So it's right now, it's from the back official back here. You know, right now we have touchdown. Let's see what they're going to say. And he threw it high, too. I mean, he threw it real high. It looked like he walked out and, and said face mask. It looked like he meant it. <laughs> like, I'm going to throw As a opposed flag. to not meant yeah, it. I know. It. Like, he, he threw it like one of them. All right, what's he doing? Let's see. Touchdown's good. That's all we need. Touchdown's right good. Now. Looks like it's maybe against Fort Payne. They're coming over to talk to Buckhorn's coach. No, I think they're going to have a. Unsportsmanlike. Oh no, it is on Fort Payne. Yep. They're going to enforce it on the kickoff. I would enforce it here and try to make a long field goal. All right, an so extra point, a long field goal. Fifteen, about fifteen seconds left in the half. Fort Payne scores, making it thirteen to seven. Now they're going for the point after. Hold is down, kick is up. And it's good. good. All right, with 15 seconds to go in the half, do we want to take a break here? We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful, and we want to give you the help that you need, just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go All right, we're up, Brian, we're back. 15 seconds left in the half. Fort Payne will be kicking off after a penalty. Yeah, from the 25-yard line, I guess... Uh, Buckhorn's just trying to see if they can salvage something in this half. As a kicker, what do you do here? I would try to kick something dead in the middle of the field. Uh, I, would, I would put it in the hands of somebody not in the back line. But uh, with 14 seconds left, they're not going to have very many plays. I'd try to kick something dead right there at the, at the B because uh, Buckhorn's probably going to have it at the very most three plays. All right, well, that's what we'll find out as the referees blow the whistle, set to play. Kick his way right down the, no, this side. It's going to come near side. It's going to go 10. Nobody's there. 
But Corn's going to try to field it. They're going to let it. They're going to let it touch back. How about that, Brian? Yeah. Touch back with 13 seconds left. That that, that was pretty good. It, or you could, or you could do that. 25 all the way to the end. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good call, Coach. Do it that way. <laughs> All right, 13 seconds left in the half. Fort Payne now leads Buckhorn 14 to seven. That takes a little pressure off the shoulders after that touchdown. Yes, it does. Yeah, Caleb Stiefel now in for Bennett Blanks. I'm seeing him walking around. It doesn't look like he may be making an appearance the rest of the night. I'm not sure. It looked like he was holding his, his arm when he walked off. Yeah. All right, so let's see. Buckhorn, we'll see what they do. We'll see if they try to do something with 13 seconds left as they have two wide receivers. Umpire moves it right to the middle of the field, right between the hashes. Yeah, Fort Payne's going to play a real soft coverage here. It's keeping everything in front of him, 14-7 left. They got the different quarterback, number nine's in now for Buckhorn. Yeah. He's going to take the ball, hand it off to running back. He finds a hole, he's through. He gets around the left side, he's open to the 40. And he's going to run out of bounds to the midfield at the 50-yard line, Brian. Yeah, that's that's okay. I mean, that's what this defense is designed to do is just to keep everything off. They've still only got seven and a half seconds in there at the midfield. So, Fort Payne probably going to stay in this defense because that ran half that time off doing that. So, they may try to throw something up deep. Um, yeah, they are going to go empty here to try to get something further down the field, maybe to get in field goal range. They've got a decent kicker. So. All right, 7.3 seconds. Number two, looking to pass. He's going to roll this out. Number five, he goes across the middle, and he drops the ball. Incomplete. That's going to stop the clock. That's a flag. Okay. And that was not a flag. I saw what you said. He kind of ran over number nine. Yeah, I think we got a holding here. Um, Luke Miller's. There, there's a little, yeah. A little chippiness? With yeah, the chippiness I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to uh, act like I'm not in the stands talking. So <laughs> I got to be real careful because this is getting broadcasted to a lot of people. So All right. um, I, I think if you're watching it on the app, you can see what I'm talking about. If you're listening, just know that there's a lot of flags being thrown. All right, there's filling all those blanks you want. Basically one second left. Buckhorn now has the ball on their own 32 after the penalty. They have first and a long way to go. Uh, the only thing that can happen here is what he called the hook and ladder plays. Yeah, I mean, it, just or just get stay lucky. Back, stay back and just play a coverage defense where it's, it's um, you can let them have something short and then everybody converges on that. All right, he takes a snap. He's going to throw it out. And the time runs out in the half. Running back's going to run it and he's going to be tackled out of bounds. And that'll end the half. So There's at the half, flag. and another flag. Let's wait as the chippiness continues. Stay right here with us. We're not ready to send it just that, Miss Holly. Let's see if uh, Mr. Flag over there has got something to say. Yeah, Fort Payne is. And he I, does. It, it's going to be a, it's going to be against Fort Payne. You watch. It looks like 72 is just manhandling people and throwing them around. And they're going to have to get the hold of that because he did it on Luke Miller. That's what the flag was on Luke Miller. Yep, it's against 72. You see, he's, he did, holding, he's holding. He's doing the whole what me. He's doing. He goes, it's not me. So we got we got personal foul. No, on Fort Payne. Or is it? Oh, it's going to be on both. It's going to be offsetting. Yep, personal foul against uh, Buckhorn. Penalties will offset. We call in the half. And that'll be the half. All right, so we'll take a two-minute break. Uh, at the half, Fort Payne now leads Buckhorn 14-7. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football.
Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. Superintendent Brian Jett and Principal Patrick Barnes, Fort Payne City Schools would like to welcome the Fort Payne Wildcat Band to the field. Under the leadership of Drum Major Sam Keith and Lance Hardinger, the band will be performing their 2022 show titled Wanted, inspired by the old Wild West. Featured solos are Justin Dice and Becca Clinton.
The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Twin City Used Car says, Go Cats! at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! Hi, I'm Reagan Mason with Skylar Cody, who was chosen as the Offensive Player of the Week for his amazing game against the Hazel Green Trojans. So, Skylar, how did it feel to beat the Trojans by 32 points at our very own homecoming? Uh, it felt great. Um, we really worked offensively. We're trying to get, like, way better than what we were, especially after Gatton City getting shut out. We had to come back. So, what would you say was the most defining play of the game for you? Um... I don't think it was really a play. I think it was just once the defense started like really caving in on themselves, like talking amongst each other, blaming each other. I think that was really when the turning point happened. Probably after halftime though. So what would you say your team has done this week to prepare mentally and physically against the oncoming game against Buckhorn? Um, we've installed a bunch of new plays defensively and offensively. And we've really pushed ourselves this week because, you know, fall break, given that everyone's out of uh, school, we've really had to push ourselves this week. All right, last question before we leave. What would you say is your goals coming up for these last three games of the season? Um, just to win like we have been. Just keep putting points on the board as much as we can and keep going from there. All right, thank you. Once again, I'm Reagan Mason with Skylar Cody. Go Cats. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Port Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. 
We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania, and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. Hi, I'm Reagan Mason with FPTV, and today with me I have Bennett Blanks, who was chosen as the Defensive Player of the Week for his amazing game against the Hazel Green Trojans. So, Bennett, how did it feel to beat the Trojans by 32 points at our very own homecoming? It just it felt great because, you know, we went into ARAB, and we were their homecoming game, and we just we obliterated them, in my opinion. And I know that made them feel awful, but us coming off this huge win, it just it felt great. So what would you say was the most defining play of the game for you? For me, it was coming straight out of halftime, we're on kickoff, and we turned over, or we made them turn over the ball. And I hate to say it, but one of their best players got injured. And that was the point of the game where I was like, we got them. It's over. So this week, we're playing Buckhorn, another region game. So what have you and your team done this week to prepare mentally and physically for this game? Um, you know, it was, it's been fall break this week, so and that doesn't mean we get a break. So we came in every day. We've been working, working out in the film room. Just it, We've almost pushed ourselves harder this week than we have any other. All right, so last question before we leave. What are your goals for these last three games of the season coming up? Defensively, our goals is just to dominate. You know, I would like to get another shutout or two, and I think we could. I think we can shut out all three of these games, but, you know, just absolutely dominate is our goal. All right, once again, I'm Reagan Mason with Bennett Blanks. Thank you, and go Cats.
right, we're back here at uh, Newmarket, Alabama, the home of the Buckhorn Bucks, and their senior night as their band is finishing up with two and a half here still to go in halftime, Brian. Yeah. Tried to go down there and, and get some information uh, to see if I could find anything out on Bennett and, and Skyler. I think my understanding is Skyler's uh, just got a really bad sprain. Um, I think that I would be surprised as bad as he was hurt if he'll be back in in the second half. And it certainly looked like Bennett had, was nursing that arm. Um, I haven't seen him on the sideline yet. Just trying to check that out to see if he's around. Meanwhile, another action across the state and particularly in our region, Gadsden City's up 35 to nothing over Lee. So uh, assuming that that score holds, which it should, uh, Gadsden City will be the outright uh, region winner for Region 8, 6A. Uh, Etowah is tied with uh, Cherokee County 21 to 21 at half. That's our season, uh, the last game of the season for Fort Payne's against Cherokee County. Um, Gunnersville down to Arab 20 to 3 at halftime. Now you said that Etowah was playing Cherokee County. Yeah. Both those schools are top 10 in their classification. Yeah. Uh, Pell City and Huffman tied at 15. Scottsboro and Douglas tied at 14 at, in the second quarter. Um, North Jackson and Madison County tied at 8. Fife, uh, this sounds strange, but Fife only up 27 to 6 over Pisgah at halftime, which feels low considering Fife's uh, track record. Um, Athens leading uh, Columbia 42 to nothing, as we know here, Fort Payne leading 14 to 7. Uh, Clay Chalkville, this is interesting, is only up 13 to 9 over Oxford, a region foe from last year. And then, uh, according to this, in the first quarter, Hazel Green and May Jemison are scoreless which would throw an interesting wrench if, if Mae Jemison were to somehow defeat um, Hazel Green tonight, then that would make this game uh, the um, fight for that second seed, and it would be winner-take-all second seed in this game uh, because that would break the three-way tie between Buckhorn, Hazel Green, and Fort Payne. So Decatur leading, excuse me, Decatur down to Hartzell 21-7 to and half. As we mentioned before, Decatur likely to be Fort Payne's first-round opponent. Uh, Sylvania leading Hoax Bluff 14 to nothing. Hoover over Chelsea 10 to nothing. Uh, Thompson Warriors rolling 42 to nothing at half over Tuscaloosa County. Eider up on Sandrock 14 to six at halftime. Woodville and Valley Head tied at zero. Collinsville and Whitesburg Christian tied at 21 in the third quarter. Plainview down at half by three to Westbrook Christian 21 to 18. Um, those are just some updates. Have you been able to identify Bennett out there yet? Uh, Brian, I have. He's over on the sidelines with his uh, his pads off. It looks like they're working on his shoulder. Okay. Uh, there looks like they're putting on that athletic tape. They've got his uh, got his shirt up, and they're putting something on his shoulder. So it looks like they're working on his shoulder. Okay. Well, if they're putting on athletic tape, that may be in in anticipation that he goes into the game. But right now he does have his pads off as he's sitting. Yeah. Sitting over there. Yeah. Well, if Fort Payne can establish that run, and I think they can, uh, if, if the official on that far side will keep his flag in the pocket, I think Fort Payne can, <laughs> can definitely establish the run. It's just a matter of whether or not they're holding on that play. Somebody needs to staple it to his, his pants. And we were told earlier that we can't do it an interview, a halftime interview with Coach Elmore, which is probably pretty good for his sake and my sake at this point in the radio. And the network's sake. Yeah, and the and network's sake, and everybody just not getting their feelings hurt with what might be said. <laughs> because I am a youth pastor, and that would not be good. <laughs> so, anyway, um, hopefully hopefully the chippiness will settle down and we can just play some football. 
um, in this second half. And I know that Buckhorn has to feel good about their position, only being down seven given the start to this game on that uh, long run by Caden Dubose for the first play, first offensive play of the game for Fort Payne. So um, if Fort Payne can continue to dominate on defense, which Bennett not being in there is going to be a key component there and how well he can play, it looks like they're going to try to let him in if they're working on that shoulder and trying to tape him up. All right, well, while we look at that, we got two minutes to go uh, till, the, till the halftime ends. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. All right, Brian, we're back with a minute 14 left to go here in the half. Uh, Fort Payne should receive the ball, is that correct? Because the Buckhorn received yeah, the first Yeah, Fort half. Payne will get the ball here. And, and like we mentioned earlier, if they'll just – if Fort Payne can establish that run, I, I like their chances. They, they, they really have got the ability to, to block this defensive line in this uh, – the well, front that, seven. Well, that last drive, there I don't know if there was any penalties, but the penalties were down. Yeah, yeah and you saw what down. happens. Four Payne's got the ability to drive on this team. It looks like Bennett is going to try to get in the game. He's putting his shoulder pads on, so that's a good sign. It means he's been cleared to play, which means whatever happened to him in the first half is not severe enough to limit him, well, eliminate him from the game, well, which is really put, good news. Watching him put his pads on, he, it looks like his shoulder, he's moving around. Like I said, they were working on his shoulder. Yeah, but he just hit the motion. He just made to putting on the pads. Let me know he's got motion. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes those things can happen, and you don't know what just happened to you, and you're not used to necessarily being injured a lot, or something happens unusual, and that pain feels more severe. I remember there's been several times that I've been just on the football field or doing something else, and, and something twists or. or you feel like it cracks and you think, okay, that's it, I'm done. I just tore something. And it's not. It's later on you're fine, and that may be what happened here. Well, Hopefully that's what happened, and he can come in in the second half and help. Well, being, that, being that I've been a basketball player, I have uh, sprained an ankle, and it felt like I broke it three times. Yeah, yeah. And it was it just, a, just a major sprain. When you roll it hard enough, buddy, <laughs> yes. it feels like it's over, and you're done, and you'll never play again yes. the rest of your life. All right. Fort Payne will be setting up to receive here in the second half. They'll be moving from our right to our left. It looks like, yeah, they, they must have given a flag, an extra flag to Buckhorn in the first half because they're kicking off from the 20. So they enforced one of those personal fouls, which is good because what I saw from 72 was unnecessary and should require this. And so they're going to kick off from the 20, which is a very severe penalty because it's normally the four. That's a 20-yard so that'll have four, that'll, uh, Fort Payne's deepest Why receivers will be at the 30-yard line. They're lined up like an onside kick. He's looking like he's kicking on. Nope, he's going to kick it high. It's a sky kick. 22 is going to receive it and fair catch it for Fort Payne at the 45. Yeah, that's that fine. is number, that's Connor, Connor Kinsley. Kinsley. Yeah. So actually the 44-yard line is where they'll start this series as we start the second half, leading 14-7 over Buckhorn. Yep, good start. Good field position for Fort Payne to start this second half. Let's see if they can take advantage of it. Except for penalties, they've kind of had good field position all the night. Yeah. All the whole night. The penalties have, have what's killed them. Yeah. Now that Skyler's out, uh, Carter Tinker's going to play a little bit more of that 
that tight end spot. Barnes is your quarterback in the shotgun, three receivers. He's going to hand off to Bose. DeBose sweeps right side, trying to find a hole. He does. He gets through for about five yards to the to midfield, 50-yard line. Yes, and most importantly, no flags. No flags. Bring up second down and five. You know, five. I really shouldn't say that thing because that's – I don't believe in Mojo, but there's no sense taking chances, and there's no sense rubbing it in. Yeah, don't speak too quick. Yeah, so I'm just going to keep quiet, and some of y'all out there can text me and hold me accountable. Just be thankful. Yes. All right, we've got uh, four receivers, three trips near side, one far side. Barnes in shotgun. DeBose on his left. Takes a snap. He's going to hand off DeBose again. DeBose comes through right behind the hole. He's at the 40, trying to get by the block. He does. He's at the 20. He's at the 15, the 10 being dragged down at, let's see, they're going to have him going out of bounds and a flag. Yeah, that's probably going to be on Buckhorn. Yeah, it looks like he threw him down a little harder. At least that's what he's going to call. So that is a huge DeCab fix it first down inside the Aikens <laughs> red zone. And there's a holding penalty. And there's a holding penalty. Well, there's going to be two penalties, so never mind all that. This is going to be offset probably, Brian. Well, that's going to be a personal foul, so that should be an automatic first down, even though the holding will back four. Let's see if I think of, if I've got this right, they're going to back up 10 yards from that spot, they which would leave it second and 13, and they're going to mark off 15 yards with an automatic first down, and so Fort Payne will get the ball about the 44-yard line. Folks, that's why we call them the specialists. With first down. Now, if I'm right on that, I'm a genius, but I'm still, I cannot believe the number of holding calls. Holding on Fort Payne. Personal foul on the, on uh, Buckhorn. They're offsetting them. They're going to replay second down. That's a personal foul. I think that over anyway. So offsetting. So it's going to repeat second down. It's going to be second and four for mm. Fort Payne at the 50-yard line or 49-yard line. Yeah, that's what Coach Elmore's telling him. He's saying you enforce. That's a dead ball foul. He was out of bounds. That's a dead ball foul. So that means you mark off what happened before. That's what Coach Elmore's pleading his case for, and he's he's right. I think he's right on that. So the specialist, let's see what he does. Nope, they're not going to give it to him. They're going to say it's offsetting replay the down. But see, whatever happens, what happens after the play is a dead ball. That means you run the play the way it was called, which is a holding penalty. You enforce the holding penalty, and then the dead ball foul takes kicks in, and it's 15 yards and automatic first down. That's what Coach Elmore's pleading his case for. Conversa fun conversation this week on the coaches. Oh, I don't know. We're going to have a real fun time Wednesday. I may set aside four we may hours to, for yeah, that. No, we may have to have some uh, some edits to that interview. <laughs> I do know this. You you fill out a coach's card at the end of the game, and after every game, uh, Alabama High School Athletic Association has the head coaches fill out cards for the officiating crew. And um, I think we, Coach Elmore is going to have to submit a – Burn that one? You know, he's going to have to submit a uh, – it's going to be longer than one page, I'll say that. All right, we're waiting to whistle the ball in. Well, I'm not sure what the holdup is. They're explaining it now to Buckhorn's coach. Of course, he doesn't like it. Now we're about ready yeah, to start I second. Th I think he thought – I don't think he saw this penalty down here, and he thought, well, where's my holding penalty? All right, 11-15 in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading 14-7. Second down and four for midfield. Barnes takes a snap. He hands off to Aikens. Aikens makes it back to the line of scrimmage. Bring up third down and four. Yeah. When you get mulligans, you know this when you're on the golf course. If you if you hit a drive and you hit another one and you hit the second one good, you're pretty good on that second drive. Buckhorn's really good when you're stopping them the second time around. Right, that's going to bring up third and four for Fort Payne. Two receivers now. Two backs in the backfield with Barnes. 
Barnes takes a snap. He turns and hands off to DeBose. DeBose trying to find a hole. He does. And first down. And they're going to give him the first down. Did the cab fix it first down at the Buckhorn 44-yard line? Okay, we made it. All right, a little. It all, <laughs> you got to hold, hold your breath every time. <clears throat> My goodness. All right, 10:30 left in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading 14 to seven with the ball. They got the ball first here in the second half. Oh. Now they got uh, two wide, Brian, and uh, one one they, back deep. Yeah. Barnes under center, and now they're gonna move. Tinker over, is that Tinker? Uh, no, that is Will Patton. Will Patton, move him over. He's going he's gonna roll out left side looking to throw. He's gonna find he has a man. Oh, that was a hand uh. over his neck. <laughs> how, how was there not a flag there? The guy was he was like he was hugging him. Like that was his buddy. Yeah. He had it well the the Buckhorn defender had his hand around his neck. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's but going on. But pass is incomplete. That's gonna bring up second down and ten. He's making up for his buddy over there on the sideline. I tell you what, you're going to call flags that aren't there. I'm going to ignore them when they are there. That pass was intended to mark for, for Marcus Ledford. Well, something happened there. Brandon Oliver went out as, a, as blocking on his guy, and he evidently he didn't know the play call there. Barnes takes a snap. He turns, hands it to DeBose. DeBose trying to get outside this near side. Buckhorn's there, and he's going to lose three yards on that play. Now they're going to give him two yards. I mean, yeah, they're bringing that yards. safety up. They're bringing that safety up hard, hard for run support. It's going to bring up third and 12, Brian, from the Buckhorn 46-yard line. Yeah, Fort Payne really needs they, – they've got to be able to get their receivers open to make some long third down plays here, and I think I think they're going to have an opportunity to do that. Here comes Bennett. Bennett Blanks is coming in, nope. and he's going out. <laughs> he was just teasing you just a little well, bit. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, they he, we're, he's needed more on defense right now. All right, so Akins is in now at running back with Barnes in the backfield. Four receivers, three far side, one near. Barnes takes a snap. He drops back, looking to throw. Looking near side, nobody's there. He's going to try to bring it down and run it, and it's tackled, tackled right there. He's going to lose a yard, and that's going to bring up fourth and 13. Forcing Fort Payne to punt. Nice play on the defense by Buckhorn. Yeah. Mm. Well, that would have been Fort Payne first down inside the 10-yard line and brings it all the way back to midfield. Um, so, again, penalties golly. deflate a drive. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure. Mm. All right, Fort Payne will be punting from their 40-yard line. Buckhorn back at their 10 to receive. Snap. Kick is away. High, shorter kick. It's going to hit the 20, take a Fort Payne bounce to yeah, 10. Good bounce, good bounce. Good bounce, bounce all the way to the 5, to the 4, to the 3-yard line. That's great. That's great. All right, we'll take a, well, let's see. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Your friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! All right, Buckhorn takes a snap. They're going to give it to the running back. He tries to go out left side, makes it up about, about five yeah, yards to the 10-yard line. Quarterback keeper Was a quarterback keeper. Yeah, they've got to have somebody fill that gap. 
That's that zone read. You know, he's as big as a running back. Yeah, he is. He's a good-looking kid. They give him six on that play, so it is second and four for Buckhorn. Fort Payne leading 14-7 with 7.50 to go in the third quarter. Fort Payne stopped on their first uh, series as they had the ball first. Now Buckhorn with their chance. Quarterback takes a high snap, brings it back down the running back. He finds a hole. He gets through mm -hmm. for a first down up to the 12 to 16 yard line. Caleb Stifle on that tackle. Yeah. Stifle. Yeah. Sorry, Caleb. he said Stifle. He said Stifle. Missed you. I have been informed by Miss Holly many times. It's Stifle. Yep. It's not French. It's Stifle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 7:18 to go. First and ten for Buckhorn. And Blake's down on defense. They try to That's run good. up the middle, and he does get through, and he picks up seven yards, eight yeah, yards on that play. Got to stop that penetration there. Well, they kind of had him stop there, Brian, yeah. and he kind of kind of pushed out. They've got a big offensive line. We've been saying that for weeks now. Fort Payne is generally undersized when it comes to the offensive lines that they play against. They play a lot bigger than they are. It's going to bring up second two for Buckhorn. That's Moat, yeah. As they look to get an audible from the sidelines. 6.43 to play in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading 14-7. Quarterback takes a snap. He hands it off to the running back. He bounces That's around the left side. Good night. He is tackled quickly by the Fort, by Fort Payne. Oh, see number Bennett Blanks on that tackle, along with uh, number 61. That was a first down play. 61, Kylan Tuberville on that tackle yeah. as well. So first and 10 from the 30-yard line for Buckhorn as they've gotten two first downs now. Yeah, they've moved, they've put Caleb Stevel in at the inside linebacker and moved Bennett out to the outside, I guess, just to keep him from having to play so much um, run support downhill. Quarterback takes a snap. He's looking to throw inside. He has his man across the middle for first down. He splits the defenders and gets all the way up to midfield for another first down for Buckhorn. Yeah, good play there. They've been taking advantage of the fact that Fort Payne's been playing that run play hard. They've been having success with it. Now they're going over top with a little RPO there. All right, first down and 10 from the 50-yard line. Buckhorn moving the ball. 5.45 to play in the third. Down seven to Fort Payne. Quarterback's going to take it, call his own number. He's going to try to run it, gets to try to get outside. He does break a tackle. He's at the 55, 55, the 45. Yeah. <laughs> I saw 15. Yeah, four paints struggling to get to the play now. Um, and that hurts with Bennett not being able to be out there as much. Already picked up eight yards. That's going to bring up second and two from the Fort Payne 42. Hey, come on, guys. Y'all can do this. Buckhorn moving the ball. Yeah, I got to bow it up here. Buckhorn's got some, some momentum now. Uh, two receivers, one running back behind the quarterback. He takes a snap. He hands off at the middle. He tries to bounce it out. Fort Payne is there. It's going to be close. Miles on that got it. Number nine, Luke Miller on that tackle for Fort Payne. Let's see, if, let's see where they mark it. If it's going to be shy or give them the first down. They're going, looks like They'll moving the sticks. Him, yeah. So it's going to be first and 10 for Buckhorn. All right, defense got to really step up now. Ball on the Fort Payne 40-yard line, 4.45 to play in the third. Mm. Fort Payne leading 14-7. Buckhorn driving the ball. Let's 
Two receivers again. Quarterback turns, hands it off to the running back. He tries to bounce outside, good but this play. time. Good play. This time Carter Tinker. Carter Tinker drops him for about a one-yard loss. It's going to bring up second and 11. Mm. Nice read by Tinker. All right, second and 11. Good to see football. Mason Chandler getting in there, the freshman, getting some uh, snaps on defense of one team in the critical situation. Giving some of these other guys a blow. Now they're, they're still showing first down. The marker's showing first down and the board's showing first down. That was a first down play, was it not? Yeah, it's second down. Okay. I think the official just saw it, maybe. Yeah, he's trying to figure out it's second down. You're going to turn that marker, boys. <laughs> you, got, you got one job. Yeah. <laughs> you got Put one the stick job. where the ball is and flip the down marker. Yep. Down. I said D O W N, down marker. Let's make sure you clarify that. And yeah, you got to back it up to where the ball actually is. Yes, that's true. He's trying to give Buckhorn more, a little bit more field position. All right, second 11. Buckhorn, again, with two wide receivers, man in motion now as he moves over to the left side. Quarterback takes the ball and takes himself, looking to find a hole. He does get through a couple of – moves the pile a little bit. He picks up – see if he gives him five. Give him about five yards yeah. on that play. That's okay. Brings up the third and manageable. Number 11, Fort Alex Payne. Aikens on that tackle. And 61. Kylan Tuberville. I can't go to his name real quick. I just can't get to it. There yeah. it is. Let's see if Fort Payne runs a run stunt here. This would be a traditionally a passing down, but uh, Buckhorn's had some success running the ball. They may try to go two downs for a first down here and run both of them. All right, third and six for Buckhorn. 3.45 to play here in the third quarter. Really need a run stunt here. Quarterback's going to take his number now. Nice Fort Payne's there. Nice Alex play, reason, Alex loss of four, Loss of four yards. Great play by Alex Aikens there. Brings up that's that's a lot less manageable fourth down for Buckhorn. I'd be surprised if they go for this. They now, need you, now he he lost charge, but if you if you ever lose knives, you need to go see Patterson's Music and Jewelry. They got a new shipment of bench and bench made knives, sharpener and cleaning solution. Perfect gift idea for him. And for the fifty percent off their jewelry, and for her fifty percent off their jewelry all the time. Ask about their layaway program, bro. Okay. All right. I said fifteen percent. All right, Buckhorn, fourth and nine. Set back to punt. He's going. He practiced that. I saw him. He's going short. We're going to fair catch it. Four paint fair catches at the 19-yard line. That's where they'll start. Good job by uh, Brandon coming up and preventing that from rolling down towards the end zone. All right, we'll stay here and just remember that's 15% off jewelry all the time. And ask about their layaway program. There we go. That's Patterson's music jewelry. All right, Buckhorn, let's say Fort Payne starting at the their own 19-yard line, 245 left to go in the third, leading 14-7. to seven. Been a weird game. It has. It's felt very, very weird. Um, ever since that first series, it felt like Fort Payne was going to take control early. All right, Fort Payne with two running backs in the backfield. They're going to turn, hand off to DeBose. DeBose trying to find a blockers, follows blockers. He does get around, and they and gets up That's to the job. 30, 32, 33, 34-yard line for DeKalb. Fix it, first down. All right. I just kind of fall. He just kind of just stayed back there, steady, and followed his tackle, followed yep. his blockers, not tacklers, blockers. And the Wildcat Nation breathes a sigh of relief. <laughs> you that was got, not, that you was not a long, that was not a long enough run to call a holding penalty on. He's going to wait for a 30-yarder before he calls That's it. That's it. All right, four points. I'm speaking on behalf of Steve Chambers right now. With three wide, two near, one far. 
Barnes is quarterback. He hands it off to Aikens. Aikens trying to sweep left side. Aikens coming. That's good. It's going to be him and a whole bunch of Buckhorn guys, and he does take on the take on the tacklers and pick up about three yards. Let's see where the stick man marks. So they're going to give him five on that play. So he picked yeah, up five, yeah. Brian. Maybe trying to just run sideline to sideline, try to wear this defense down a little bit. They haven't had a whole lot of success going right up the middle. Second and five, two, a little under two minutes to go in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading 14-7. Again, Fort Payne with three wides. Two running backs in the backfield with Varnador now. Varnador looking to throw. He's going to air it out. He has a man a little too far. Pass is incomplete. It's good to see Skyler Cody back out there, though. That's going to bring up third down and five for Fort Payne. Bose is going to check back in. Tinker. Sorry, that's not. I keep thinking that's Tinker. That's not Tinker. Yeah, Tinker's in there now. They tied in. It is Tinker. 82. Okay. <coughs> 82 back in. Third and five from the Fort Payne. I think Fort Payne's going to run a sweep here. They've been running a sweep with the extra blocker. It's a quarterback draw. Arndor's going to keep it himself, and he's got nowhere to go. He picks up two yard, picks up a yard. That's going to bring up fourth and four. Yeah. A Buckhorn player comes up a little gimpy, but yeah. he, he's able to trot off. So Fort Payne will be back in punting position. Yeah, but Fort Payne got behind on that on that third down or that second down pass play. All right, a minute ten and counting. Fort Payne leading 14-7. All right, kick is away. It's going to go out of bounds about the 22-yard line. That's where uh, Buckhorn will start with 57 seconds left in the third. Fort Payne leads 14-7. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. All right, we're back. Buckhorn with the ball as they run up the middle for a first down. Looks like they're getting a good slashing there up the middle, Brian. So that's when they're going to move the ball yeah. up to the Fort Payne, I mean, up to the Buckhorn 35, first and 10. I don't know what that blocking scheme is, but it's it's looking pretty good right now. 46. Moving some of Fort Payne's defensive linemen out of the way. 40 seconds left in the third. Buckhorn looks over the side for a play call. Trailing Fort Payne, 14 to seven. A handoff to running back. Again, he's met by Fort Payne. He does bounce out, but Fort Good Payne's play. there. Who is that? It's Bennett. Nice play by Bennett Blanks. Yeah, Bennett's staying back now and just finding the hole that the running back's going to. They've been bouncing in Fort uh, Buckhorn's offensive line so big. If they can just stalemate Fort Payne and there's no crease there, then the running back has an opportunity to bounce, and that time Bennett was waiting on him. Loss of a yard and a half. That's going to bring up second and a long 11 with time running out here in third quarter. So as we 
As third quarter ends, Fort Payne Wildcats are win our lead over the Buckhorn Bucks, 14 to seven. We'll take a 30 second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. All right, welcome back to Buckhorn High School, the Buck home of the Buckhorn Bucks on senior night here in Newmarket, Alabama, just northeast of Huntsville. It was a nice drive up here, Brian. Mm -hmm, it was real pretty. Uh, I don't want to say anything because I'm about jinx it, so I'm just going to leave it there. Just it's been it's been a cleaner game this half. Yep. <laughs> All right, Buckhorn second and 11 from their own 34-yard line. See if Fort Payne can really step up and establish the stop the run. Quarterback's going to keep it. He gets outside. He's going to pick up a first down. See, so makes it all the way, all the way on, almost up to midfield. Yeah. It's like a naked. That was a naked keep. I don't know if he saw that and just took it, or if it was designed to go that way. So that's going to be first and ten now. Buckhorn from their own 47-yard line. Yeah, Buckhorn feels like they've kind of gained some momentum here in the second half. Just can't capitalize and finish drives. Again, three wide for four, for Buckhorn. Two near side, one far side. Running backs in the backfield. Shot, quarterbacks in the shotgun. They look over the sideline to see if they need to make an adjustment. They're going to hand off to the running back. He has a oh big hole. Another first down for Buckhorn. Met quickly by number 10. Mm. My screen went blank. Kobe King. Kobe King with that tackle, but not enough time for but stop Buckhorn yeah. from getting a first down. Four Payne trying to, to substitute defensive line and defensive ends in. Trying to stay fresh right now this late in the game. It's really hard. First and 10 Buckhorn from the Fort Payne 40-yard line. Driving again this drive. They've had two. The last drive was eat up a lot of clock and time and yeah. yardage. Quarterback turns, hands off to run back, tries to bounce outside. Good but, play, Luke. But Luke Miller eat him up in the backfield, loss of a yard. Nice play there. All right, got him behind the sticks, boys. Second and 11. Yeah, Buckhorn is. Uh, and Fort Payne has stayed disciplined in the secondary to stay off of the receivers and not give him that RPO option. 10.55 to go in the game. No, yeah, for, in yep. the game. That's right, it's fourth quarter. 10.55 to go in the game. Fort Payne leading 14-7. Buckhorn driving as they're on the Fort Payne 41-yard line. Running back goes in motion. Quarterback fakes again. He goes mm. in. There's that hole again, Brian. Yeah. They did that on the other side. What happened? Fumble and he picked it up. I guess so. It looked like he fumbled and uh, Buckhorn number 12 picked it up and advanced it all the way down to the inside the Fort Payne 10-yard line. But there's a flag on the play. No, I think it's a. I think he's calling him down. I think this official, the official on the other side, that's been throwing that flag said he was down. Okay, they got two talking back here, two talking up there with a flag. Is there a flag down there? Oh, there There's is a flag. flag. There's a flag on the 10. 
And you had two, if you got two officials back here, I think they're talking about whether or not he was down. I just knew he was being tackled and all of a sudden the guy has it and he's taken off down the field. Yeah, evidently fumbled and I didn't see it either. There's a glare in this window that so, keeps me from seeing stuff. So they're coming over to talk to the Buckhorn coach now. This has been a complicated game to officiate. So let's see what they're arguing about, Buckhorn's coach. Looks like they're going to say he was down, Brian. Because now the Buckhorn fans are upset. They're, the Boo Birds are out. Yeah. Brian, Mr. Brian says get in line. And an unsportsmanlike on Buckhorn. That's really going to hurt. So they're going to give him first down? or No, that'll end up being from that spot 15 yards back. So it'll be second and 15. Or may, may admit, if it's a dead ball, if it was a dead ball foul, it's going to be third and 15. And that coach is really going to get hot about that. Well, let's see what's going on. Like to keep our listeners in suspense with 10.30 to go in the game. Fort Payne leading 14 to 7, and they're marking off some yardage against Buckhorn. It's going to bring up something in 16, I believe. <laughs> Film sessions are going to be incredible. So wow. They're going to wow. say second, wow. and sec second and 16, Brian. Wow. Well, that little play where they well, fake it to the sweeping running back and the quarterback taking it has paid off big both times yeah. they played yeah. and ran it. Something's opening up on the back side of that fake. Yeah, sometimes that's by design. Sometimes it's a read. All right, three receivers now for Buckhorn. Two far side, one near. One running back, back with the running back. They're going to turn, hand off to him, trying to find up the middle. Yeah, that, that tackle trap. They've been they've been pulling pulling that backside, blocking back and the black backside tackle and rolling and folding them up underneath there, and that's been successful for this Buckhorn offense. All right, that was a nine-yard pickup. Mm. It's going to be... Fourth down and seven here at the Fort Payne 37-yard line. They're going to take a timeout. We'll take a 30-second with them with not with just under 10 to go. Fort Payne leading 14-7. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Twin City used car says, go, go Cats! Welcome back in to Buckhorn. Uh, again, it's just the game just well, now still got fourth st down. stays on weirdness. Now they got fourth down, Mark. It's fourth down and seven. Is it? Yep, fourth and seven from well, I'm, the I'm getting really confused from now. the Fort Payne 37 yard line. Bear with us, folks. It's wow. something new every play. And the specialist is trying to yeah, pick it out. This is this has got me working overtime here. All right, fourth and seven. Buckhorn going for it. Ten minutes to go here in the here in the game. Trailing Fort Payne, fourteen to seven, as they try to put some points on the board. They got four wides. Running back is in the backfield with the quarterback, in the shotgun. He takes a snap, looking to throw. Fort Payne rushes in. Oh, he stiff arm and gets out of it. He throws to get throw it away and nice play. Fort Payne knocks it down. Nice play Pass by incomplete. Tyler Wooten. And Buckhorn's wanting a pass interference, but that ain't going to happen. That was good defense. 
So Buckhorn will get the ball on downs with 9.45 to go. Oh, they called roughing the passer. Never mind. The flag flew. I didn't see it. Roughing the passer. That will be a first down for Buckhorn. Wow. I didn't see that. I was watching the pass. I'll, I'll be interested to see it on film. And we can't argue it if we didn't we don't see it. Yeah. So that gives Buckhorn a first down now on the Fort Payne 28 wow. yard line. Just when things go good, it's, they go it's, bad. It's not surprising whatsoever. 9.47 to go in the game. Fort Payne still leads 14 to 7 over Buckhorn in what has been the weirdest game of the century. It's been very, season. very bizarre. This three, three wides for Buckhorn and the cloth flies. A legal procedure against Buckhorn. So we're going to back it up, fire for them. It's going to bring up first and first and 15. Hey, don't, don't, hey, raise your hands up. That, that flag flies for both of them. It has been. <laughs> All right, Buckhorn comes up to the line. It's going to be first and 15 from the Fort Payne 33 yard line. Mm. Quarterback takes a snap. He turns. He's going to keep it, fake the handoff. Tries to get outside. He, Fort Payne pushes him out of bounds about the 30-yard line. Pickup of three. Good job with the guys there. Mike Mann's going to give him four, so we'll give him four. It's going to bring up second and 11. Really good opportunity for this defense here. We need to bow up here, get one more good stop here, put him in third and long. May see a run stunt here. All right, 9.40 to go. Second 11 for Buckhorn. Trailing Fort Payne, 14 to seven. They do hand it off to running back. He tries to bounce it outside. Fort Payne nice runs play. him down. That's number 82, Tinker. Yep. Carter Tinker. All right. That's going to bring up third and eight, looks like. He's going to say seven. I say eight. He changes mind. I'm listening to him, too. Listen to, yeah. <laughs> to the Mike guy as well. <laughs> That's going to be at the Fort Payne 26-yard line, third and eight, Brian. Yeah, you'd think this would be a passing down here. They may try to run twice. They've been running a lot. They have. Fort Payne, Fort Payne looks like they're playing a, a pass defense heavy here. I don't know if they're going to try to stun or not. Three wide receivers now for Buckhorn, two near, one far. Quarterback's going to fake the handoff, throw down the middle. Nobody's there. There's and they're going to get the flag for Surprise. holding. It's going to be a first down Buckhorn. It's going to be holding on Fort Payne. Oh, my goodness. I saw a lot of Fort Payne guys around them. I don't know if they're holding Yeah, them. you That's can't see it from this far. There's a bunch of them. Pass fell incomplete. Well, folks, we can't get through one, uh, one series without about three or four flags now. It's going to break a record. Mm. All right, so that's going to move the ball. See where they step it off from right there. That's going to be probably first down from the 15-yard line. Nope. Mm. It's going to be 15. That's 15 yards, I think. It's going to be first down from the Fort Payne 13-yard line. First and 10. 8:50 to go. Buckhorn is inside the Aikens red zone now as they're looking to put some more points on the board right here. Quarterback takes snap. He's going to keep it. He tries to sweep out left side. Fort Payne's there. 
Couldn't run right run down, but they're going to push him out of bounds. Let go of him. Don't get yeah, him let the go flag call. Don't hit the official. That was a hold there. I saw that hold. So is there another flag? Yes, and it there, should be on Buckhorn. There is another flag. Folks, it's going to be play flag, play flag, play flag. My gracious. Whew. All right, Cherokee count. I can't talk. I'm, I'm trying not to talk because I don't want to. While they step, oh, go ahead. You go. You do your thing. Uh, while they step that off, talk about how I'm do my thing with Will's Auto Sales. If you're looking for a dependable used car, do your thing. Check out Will's Auto Sales. Buy here, pay here with a low down payment, and do your thing <laughs> at Will's Auto Sales. Um, Cherokee County up 35 to 28 over Etowah. Gadsden City leading the lead, 49 to nothing. Uh, Gunnersville uh, uh, down to Arab, 34 to six. Arab leads that game. Uh, Clay Chalkville starting to pull away from Oxford, 25 to seven. Um, Scottsboro ahead of Douglas, 21 to 14 in the third quarter. Uh, Fife leading Pisgah, 40 to six. Um, I'm still not getting an update on this Hazel Green and uh, May Jemison score, so I don't know what that score is right now. Right now it's going to be first. They're calling it first and 20 from the 26-yard line of Fort Payne. You, ought, you should you should stop them in this in this down and distance every single time. Quarterback put it up, and there's nobody in town as he throws it over to Huntsville. Wow. Incomplete. It's going to bring up second. They say 20. That's longer than 20. That's about 23 or 24. Yeah, it is. Looks to be about second 23 or 24 yards. Now. They're going to say 22 now. They changed it. So second 22. Wow. 8.22 to go. Yeah, to, you know, you feel like it's one-sided, but it really hasn't been. It's the, the Buckhorn's been getting some of these calls, too. Just be better if they leave the flags in the pockets and let the guys play both Buck, sides. Buckhorn trailing Fort Payne, 14-7 here mid-fourth quarter. Quarterback takes snap. He's looking to throw again. Has the man over the middle, finds him. Nice gain on the play. Still going to bring up third and about 14. That was a pick up about eight. Yeah, that's okay. You're trying to play a soft coverage there. You're going to give up stuff like that on these kind of series. They're going to give him 10, so it's going to be third and 12, Brian. Long 12 here. Yeah. This has got to be four down territory. <laughs> I would, you know, I'm trying to think through. you got to feel like if you're this close to the end zone, you've got to try to score. Even though field goal, the percentages tell you to get field goal. So four receivers now for Buckhorn. Three near side, one far. Quarterback's flanked by the running back. He's going to take the ball, looking to throw. He backs up. He does throw it toward the end zone. Had a man and picked off. Picked Did off. he get it? Interception, yes. Fort Payne, turnover. Had a boy, Hayden. Hayden Harrell played it nice there in the back center field. That's a huge break for Fort Payne right there. All right, with well, 7.38, Fort Payne gets the turnover and will get the ball. Golly, that's nice. And they'll bring it out to the 20, bro? Yes, yes, to the 20. Good job, Hayden Harrell. Way to play defense there, just kind of. Staying with your game plan, staying within yourself, not trying to do more than you need to. And um, I'm expecting Fort Payne to be real run heavy here and just try to grind out some, some clock. All right, Fort Payne now will get the ball on their own 20-yard line after the turnover in the end zone. Yeah, good to see Skylar Cody back out there too. And, hey, and uh, Bennett Blanks is playing now. And Barnes is a quarterback. He's flanked by DuBose to his left. And referees are discussing something. Of course. They're calling a meeting now. Is illegal touching of the football. What are we talking about? Nope. They're just going to get lined up. They're moving the ball over to the left hash is what they're doing. And they have to have a conference call on everything. All right, Fort Payne has trips 
Virginia on the far side. One run, one on this side. They're going to hand off to Bose. He's going to follow that, trying to find a hole. He gets through. Picks up about. Looks like he's going to pick up about six yards, possibly. Five and a half. Now they're going to give five. So it's going to be good second job. and five. Yeah, good job cutting up on that. Uh, that. He had that leverage with the three wideouts over that far side, trying to out leverage Buckhorn. And, and Caden saw a seam and cut up and planted that left foot and drove straight up field. Nice job there. 7.15 to go in the game. Fort Payne leading 14-7 with the ball. Yeah, it feels like a real critical series for Fort Payne's offense right now, trying to bleed off some of this clock, maybe work the field all the way down. It would be awesome if they could go down there and score on this drive and just run some time off this clock. Barnes takes a snap. He hands it off to DeBose. DeBose, again, looking for a hole. Doesn't get much. Gets maybe half a yard on that play. Don't give him a, don't give him a yard, so it's going to bring up third and four. Third and a long four. Yeah, Ford and Payton going with a little bit more of a heavy package, bringing Carter in and Alex Akins. 6.30 and counting. As Fort Payne is doing what Brian has said they might be doing, is running, running the ball and running clock. Yeah, I think, I would, I'm guessing, just, just trying to get inside Coach Elmore's head, he's conceded that, hey, we're going to have a tough time running our entire offense, so let's shorten this game down and try to get out of here. Barnes in a quarterback. He takes a snap. He turns, hands it to Aikens. Aikens oh, drops the ball on the ground. Oh. And, and Buckhorn falls oh, on. My so goodness. Fort Payne commits the turnover. Oh, my goodness. Mm. So Buckhorn, uh, Buckhorn gets it back in on that with great field position uh, on their 35-yard line. Alex is such a hard player. You hate to see that to a kid like that because he does everything he can do to get yardage. Would have picked up the first down. And, um, mm. Just turned it back over. So Buckhorn, first and 10 from the Fort Payne 35. Here with six minutes to go. Now they have a chance to tie it up. So Fort Payne just going to have to try to do what they've been doing and, and, and bow it up when it's time. A bend but don't break defense. They've been that all year. They've done an outstanding job. Quarterback fakes a handoff, looking to run himself. He keep, picks up a couple yards on that play. Picks up three. That's going to bring up second and seven. That's fine. Keeping everything in front of you. That's going to move the ball to the Fort Payne 33-yard line. You have to feel like yard if, line. if Buckhorn is running this and getting four yards, they're going to try to do the same thing Fort Payne was doing, shorten the game and try to get down. And, um, so 5.30 to go here in the fourth to, quarter. Score to tie it. Second and seven for Buckhorn. Quarterback takes snap, turns, does give it off to run back. He bounces outside. Nobody's there. He finds a hole, breaks through a tackle, gets a first he fumbled, down. He, and fumbled. he fumbled. We got it. And Fort yes. Payne has the ball. He fumbled. So, folks, the game just keeps getting weirder and weirder. There's another My turnover. Gracious. Three turnovers in a row. This has been bizarre, hasn't it? So Buckhorn fumbles the ball, Fort Payne picks it up, and now they have the ball on their own 11, six, I mean, 16-yard uh, line. My goodness, Chris. I don't know what to call here. I can't I can't get excited because I don't know what's going on. It feels like it's Halloween already. It's like, why don't they take the snap, throw it to the other team, when y'all do it the same, we'll just go back and forth, finish the game. Mm. My goodness. All right, 5.20 to go. Fort Payne has it back again. Well, that's a way to run the ball, run the time off the clock. Yeah, give it to them for a few plays and then take it back. All right, Barnes is your quarterback this series, starting the series. He's going to turn, hand it to DeBose. DeBose going to try to get out, find a hole, and there's nothing there as he barely gets back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. <clears throat> Bring up second and 10, Brian. 
I think it is going to be just a content to let's run some time off the clock, and if we need to, punt it back and just put this on the back of our defense. All right, five minutes to go in the game. Fort Payne leading 14 to seven here in New Market, Alabama, the home of the Buckhorn Bucks. This will really show a lot of the stamina of this Fort Payne football team to just grind out this win. And you can see them huddling up now. I wonder if coach is going to tell them to watch the play clock. Yeah, that's what, I think that's why they're huddling. Hike at about five, five, three, four seconds to go. They do have Bennett in there, which he ran the ball last Our time. Bennett Blanks is behind Barnes in the shotgun. He's way back there. They're going to turn, hand it to him up the middle. There he, he goes. Plows through. First down. For a DeCab fix it. First down. Amen. Amen, DeCab fix it. Way to go. And I do mean plows. He just puts that two hands great. on the ball and just bows up. Great call. He's going out now, still nursing that shoulder. Yeah, that, Got him a first down. Now they can bleed some more clock. He is nursing that arm. He's keeping that is the shoulder. And that's what Coach Elmore is doing. They're going to the huddle now. Everything's slowing down, just trying to bleed this clock down. Four minutes, a little over four minutes now. And this is what you call the four-minute offense. In the two-minute offense, you're trying to score quickly because you're down. The four-minute offense, you're trying to slow everything down to bleed time off the clock. Okay, Fort Payne has the ball on their own 28-yard line. First and 10 now. Barnes is your quarterback. Two running backs in the backfield with him. Two receivers. I'll turn, hand it off to DeBose. DeBose trying to bounce and get some yardage. He picks up two yards, bring up second and eight. It's okay. It's okay. Going to bring Bennett back in. 3.45 to go and counting. Both teams have all their timeouts, right, Brian? I think so. Uh, yep. Both teams have all their timeouts. Surprise, Buckhorn's not. Well, I guess they're waiting. No, it's not time yet. They've got plenty of time if they can stop them on this series. If, if Fort Payne gets another first down, you're going to probably see Buckhorn start to use some of those timeouts. All right, 14 to 7, a little over three minutes to play in the game. Fort Payne with the ball on the buck on their own, excuse me, on their own 30 yard line. Second and eight. Again, same formation, two running backs back with Barnes. He's going to turn, hand it off to Bennett Blanks, and he's met real quick. Yeah, everybody in the stadium knows Bennett's getting the ball on this play. Uh, he looks like he lost a yard on that play. Yeah, I think Coach Elmore's just shortening this game. That's all he, he, he realizes what he's up against now with everything that's gone on. They're not able to run their entire offense because the referees can't keep the flags in the pocket. So Fort Payne's just going to try to run the clock out, put it back on their defense, and try to hold on and just get out of here with a win. So that's going to bring up third and nine. And quite frankly, that's a very, very smart decision at this point because you've proven that you're not they're not going to let you bust a ball play up the middle. So third and nine. Barnes is still in a quarterback. Four wide receivers now for Fort Payne. I can't see. Is that Aikens flanked to his left? Uh, yes. Yes, Alex Aikens. He now moves over to Barnes' right side. Barnes takes a snap, but whistles blow. Yeah. Colton didn't know the snap count there. I think got off. Got, oh, they called a timeout. Oh, called a timeout. All right. With two minutes to go in the game, Fort Payne leading 14 to 7. We'll take a 30 second with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania, and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. All right, we're back here at Buckhorn's 
Buckhorn Bucks, New Market, Alabama. Let's set the stage for you. It's uh, fourth quarter. Fort Payne leading 14 to seven, a little over two minutes to play. Fort Payne trying to grind out this win as they fight the refs and all the weirdness that's going on. Yeah, Fort Payne going with an empty package with Dax Varnador. This is going to be a quarterback draw, I'd imagine. Yep, they got three, four, five receivers, three near side, two far. Dax going to take the ball, fake a throw, going to pull it down. He brings it around left side, tries to run over a few people himself because he is not small, and they take him out of bounds. That'll stop the clock, yeah, though. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I need to fall down inbounds. That stops the clock at a little over two mm, minutes now, yeah. fourth and six. That's not what you want to have happen there. That is not what you want to have happen. Just kind of got, I think Dax just got lost on where he was and got drug out of bounds. Which usually if you make contact inbounds, then uh, they'll call it, you know, dead there. And right. they'll, they'll run the clock. Fort Payne set the punt. Now we need a good uh, good snap, snap and kick. Yep. kick. Fort Payne would have loved to run off another 30 seconds. All right, there's a snap, high snap. He he carries the ball over before punt. he kicks it. It's going to looks like fall dead, and Fort Payne's going down it. But Buckhorn will have good field position on their own 49-yard line as they start this uh, under two-minute drive right here, Brian. Yeah, this is going to be it. I mean, this is your ball game. <coughs> Fort Payne needs to get pressure. Buckhorn really doesn't have to. They've got three timeouts left, so. Um, they can run their entire offense at, at this point. If Fort Payne can push them back on first and second down and put them in third and long, then, then it can start to put pressure on Buckhorn. But right now Buckhorn can do whatever, really whatever they want to in their offensive playbook. They're going to bring in their backup quarterback, uh, Jake Root, now. Look for your slants here. It's so you might, yeah, you may see more passing in this, in this drive. Right, they got the ball midfield. Another quarterback in for... Buckhorn, he fakes the handoff, he turns and rolls. He has a man over there and saw quick, nice picked up quickly nice by play. Fort Payne as he picks up only two yards. Nice play by yeah, who's that? 20. That's Connor Kinsley. He, Connor Kinsley on that yeah, tackle. That's, that's a cover four look where you break up, you, you backpedal with your number one receiver, and then if you see another guy coming off in the flats, you peel off and take him, and that's exactly what Connor did. Great job there. It's going to bring up second and eight. Buckhorn takes a snap, looking through. They throw it out to their, their running back. He's out here all by himself. Breaks through some tackles and gets a first down. Goes down to the Fort Payne 31-yard line. Yeah, good play call by Buckhorn there, but that running back's down now. He's hurt. He and Cody went down. Kobe's back up in the in the back in the huddle, but the running back's down. All right, running back's down. We'll take a 30-second while they look at this injury with a little over a minute to play. Fort Payne leading 14-7. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go All right, we are back. I'm Chris Dura. Flank to my left is the specialist, Brian Northcutt on color. Minute 22 left in the game. Fort Payne leading 14 to seven. Buckhorn with the ball on the Fort Payne 31. Brian, another game that looks like it's coming down to the last second. Yeah, this is this is a really, and this is gonna be a good opportunity for Fort Payne to 
to test their mettle when it comes to situations like this. Right, number nine rolls out. He throws the pass. It falls incomplete. It's going to bring up second yep. ten. Had him open, missed him. Did have him open, threw it low. Yeah, and he'd been completing a lot of these passes um, throughout the game and surprised that he missed on that one, but it's fortunate for Fort Payne. Second ten, not much time rolling off. Minute 13 now to go in the game. Yeah, they're going to be pass heavy here. They've been running the ball on Fort Payne, and now they're going to go to the pass. Oh, it. and Fort Payne's going to jump. That's mm. going to give them a free five. Yeah, can't do that. So they'll mark it off. It's going to be now second down and five. Buckhorn with four wides. They're going to go three far side, one near side. Tell you what, this six near side is pretty tall, Brian. Yeah. Quarterback takes snap. He's looking to throw. Fort Payne rushes. Has a man. Connor, that a boy? Yes. Fort yes. Payne with the interception in the end zone. Another Connor turnover. Connor Kinsley seals it. So the minute left, Fort Payne with the turnover wow. leading 14 to 7. Really, really an ill-advised Ill pass by the quarterback for Buckhorn. Sorry, I got a little bit loud on there. I got excited about that. Well, actually, the, it looked like the receiver was open if he had thrown it more toward yeah, the middle of the field. I, it, I'm not sure what he was throwing to. This didn't look very good. And Connor Kinsley right there made the play. Fortunately, uh, also fell into the end zone for a touchback, so Fort Payne gets it on the 20. So Buckhorn still has three timeouts with a minute six left yeah. to play. So Fort Payne's going to run three times. They're running their mountain music package. This is their T package with two tight ends. Everything's down in sight. And they're just going to pound the ball and see if they could, if they can grind out a first down, the game's over. But Buckhorn's going to have to start using their timeouts. Buckhorn's under center. He hands it to Aikens. Aikens trying to follow some blockers. He pushes forward for about three bad. yards. Yeah, Buckhorn's going to use their timeouts. Buckhorn calls a timeout. So if Fort Payne doesn't get a first down, um, Buckhorn will get the ball back. Oh, it's somewhere around, you know, 40 seconds. If they can get a first down ball game, game's over. So how would you describe this game? This game is basically just whoever survives. Well, I'm, you know, and I don't know. I'm not an official representative of the school, although I do drive a bus. <laughs> um, and, and you stayed at a Holiday Inn, or and, and I may, you know, somebody may have to call me on this. But if <laughs> this, and we talked about it in one of the breaks, this has not been an ugly game. This has not been a poorly played game by both teams. But the calls and the penalties have affected so many drives so drastically. I mean, we're talking about major, major penalty problems that maybe they're there. Maybe you go back and look on film and go, you know what, straight up, every single one of those was legit. But it just feels like too much involvement and that the teams are trying to grind this out and, the, and it's just been taken over by officiating, for lack of a better term. I don't know how to describe it other than that. Exactly one minute left. Fort Payne leading 14 to seven. Second and six. Fort Payne again hands off to Aikens. Aikens following some blockers. Push there we go. Forward. There we go. There we and go. He's going to pick up to the cab, fix it first down. Amen. That'll more than do it, probably. Is uh, that's, that's going to? They'll get a timeout here. Fort Payne might. I think they can bleed this clock off. They've got one timeout left. Yeah, they can bleed this off. So the Bucks call a timeout. 53 seconds left. Fort Payne may escape. They're, literally, yeah, escape. Gonna, they'll the call win. a timeout. So it'll be second down. They'll call a timeout with about 45 seconds. Then Fort Payne will run a play on second down. They'll run a play on third. I think that's it. Yeah, there, there's no way. I, I, no, that's, well, there's a 25-second play clock, and 
53 seconds left. If my math's right, that's it. They can stop it one more time. Now you just got to take care of the ball and kneel on it. Do you kneel on it right. right here? Yeah. Get under center yeah. kneel. Yep. Victory formation. Yep, that's what Four Paint's doing. Everybody's favorite. Victory formation. Yes. Greatest play in the world. That's what Four Paint will do is they got everybody in. DeBose is back just in case. And I got to be honest with you, watching Buckhorn on film, they're playing lights out right now. And that's it. Jake Barnes takes a snap, kneels down. It's time. Yeah, they call timeout. Buckhorn's just going to let it. Do they call timeout or are they going to let it roll? Yeah, they called time. I thought they called timeout. They did not. They're letting the clock roll. So Fort Payne's conceded. A Fort Payne. Buckhorn's conceded. I'm sorry. I got so confused with all the turnovers. And yeah, somebody night. just tuned in and went, what? Fort what? Payne's losing. <laughs> that sounds like this game that we would concede it before we won it. Yeah. Our 28 seconds of counting. Fort Payne leading 14 to 7. Actually, they're just going to go ahead and let the clock yeah, run. That's it. They're congratulating each other. So, here in Newmark, Alabama, Ooh. Fort Payne has escaped with the win over the Buckhorn Bucks, 14 to 7. We'll take a two-minute timeout and be back with you uh, and talk about a little bit about the game and give talk to you about our sponsors. This is Fort Payne Wildcat Football. Everybody. 